0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode four hundred and seventy-five for the week of September twenty-second, twenty eighteen. I'm Chris Privetier, and despite the attempts of my cat to thwart us, for a second week in a row, we are back. I'm joined by Kelly Ryan.
1: Never-ending soda. It was coffee. Oh, wait, um, it was it was yeah. coffee this time. Last week it was soda. Josh Carpenter.
2: Uh, hey there,
0: <laughs> and a very upset Anna Marie Privetier. Hi, Anna. She can't trust me with liquids now. This one isn't my fault. But it, apparently it still is my fault. So
1: I, I, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Chris. I'm getting you a sippy cup. No, because apparently you need laptop? one.
0: So I've now nuked the same laptop twice in a row with liquids. Um, first one, I dropped soda on it. And that's why we didn't have a show last week. Um, and then this week we dropped coffee on it. I say we and referring to me putting it too close to the laptop, which I've done for years. And then Simon for knocking it over onto the laptop, which he has not like done ever. (laughs) Um, And uh, because of that, we lost that laptop again. (laughs) But I had prepared for this. I had an old laptop that I had formatted and gotten ready during the course of the week because I was worried that the, the repaired laptop wouldn't come back to me in time. And so I was broke it out. I'm ready to go. We're back, baby. We're here. We're recording.
1: I just picture you walking to the Apple store this week and them just looking at you with hands on their hips, shaking their head.
0: I know, right? You again. (laughs) Uh, What is it this time? Nope. Nope. I'm pretty sure that won't be happening Um, (laughs) (laughs) for for a number of reasons. Um, And those reasons all start with the letter Anna. So... (laughs) Nope, we will be coming up with new recording strategies, I think, that don't involve expensive MacBooks. And I can't blame her at this point. <laughs> oh. In the meantime, we've got this backup MacBook, and it seems to be working great. So maybe this will just be the way we go for a while. Yay, backup MacBook. It can be just for recording. That's not That's not bad, right? Yeah. All right. Well, enough about MacBooks. I want to hear what you've been playing. Kelly, you didn't play much. What's, what happened?
1: Um... Oh. I have been working on artwork for Anna's Twitch stream for for, for her Final Fantasy IV Enterprise Twitch stream. Oh, cool. And let me tell you, th- there's many different interpretations of Cane Highwind. And when you're going to draw Cane Highwind, you got to make tough decisions about how you're going to draw him.
0: Is it Highwind or Hindwind? Hindwind. Highwind. Highwind. Okay.
1: So. Uh, yeah, I spent most of the week looking at sprites of Kane and uh, like
0: overdrawn did pictures you use, like the dissidia artwork and the, uh, and um, the amatsu art, amatsu Ama, amano artwork rather
1: i i kind of did a blend of the classic sprite but with the colors from the psp sprite what
0: about like and... what about this sprite i'm seeing that looks like it's from final fantasy world of final fantasy <laughs>
3: Oh, I
1: didn't even see that one. That one would have been handy for the
3: armor. Actually, no, that's, that's not... for um, that's is... from the the rhythm game.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Even so, <laughs> but but yeah, I I actually the the pose I kind of borrowed was from Final Fantasy a dragon from Final Fantasy eleven. But then I did as for the armor itself, I kind of did a very so, simplified version of the armor. Let,
0: let's just review that, the official versions of Kane. We have Final Fantasy four. We have the Final Fantasy 4 remake on on DS. We have Final Fantasy IV: The After Years, right? We have a Final high Fantasy. quality
3: sprite from Final Fantasy 4 PSP. Oh, the PSP sprite. Yeah, The After Years.
0: Uh, we have the um, the the no, the, they didn't make one of those for four. We have the 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 one from the rhythm game. Um, we have the one from the is he in World of Final Fantasy? Is that actually a thing?
3: I don't remember. And
0: then there's Desidia, the old the first Dissidia's and the new Dissidia's, right? Or is he only in one of them?
3: Um, I think it's the same sprite either way.
0: It should be new models, like the PS4 Dissidia versus the PSP Dissidia's? Surely they redid them.
3: There's two PSP Dissidia's.
0: And then there's whatever do you, do we count the Dragoon in Final Fantasy 14 as basically being Cain?
3: It's his armor.
0: I don't know, though.
1: Yeah, I think the version of the armor I went for was a blend between the chibi, chibi version that's, um, I forgot. From, that. yeah, I, I think it's like from one of the manuals, uh huh, or one of the strategy guides that's very chibi, and then the render from the cutscenes for the DS version.
0: I forgot about the mobile games. So, Opera Omnia and, um,
1: record
3: keeper record, keeper, record and... keeper is just his nest bite upscaled and, the, and then
0: there's yeah. the other one i don't even know
1: yeah but there's a lot of canes and then also realizing that in the original final fantasy 4 game that his armor is actually very turquoise compared to images yep. of it Yep. which which is fascinating over the
3: about. years right
4: yeah. Well,
3: yeah yeah we were talking about it we're pretty sure it's like um to pa- to differentiate the palette from um Cecil's armor. Because in like yeah. all the images and stuff, it's a dark purple.
4: hmm
1: So yeah, that that's been my week drawing that and then drawing RP Gamer's mascot as the mist dragon. As
4: and Derek mist
1: Valana, Mist Valana. <laughs> <Mist Vellana, laughs> oh we, yeah, can call, we can call her V
0: dot Mist,
4: yeah. Yes, V Mist. <laughs>
1: So, that's been a lot of fun. You'll probably see that artwork next week when uh, Anna does her Final Fantasy IV stuff. So, because I've been working so hard on that, I've had no time at all to play games. But I did manage to beat beat Etrian Odyssey V. And let me tell you, that... I enjoyed that game for what it was, but you can tell that they put so much time into making new monsters and making mazes that they were like, "Wait, we need a story to go along with this." Okay, well, let's just throw in some spaceship stuff at the end and call it good.
2: I, I didn't really? think that the original <laughs> Etrian Odyssey games were big on story.
3: Um, they they have some well, pretty was interesting, really good in terms of story.
1: Yeah. Really? Okay.
0: Um, but then they stopped doing that.
3: Yeah, so like they made Untold and so I went back and I played that and um, Untold 1 and Untold 2 are a remake of the first and second game with a unique story mode to them. So you get predetermined characters, there's a full-on story and those games are fantastic. And In fact, I liked Untold 1 so much that I went back and played 4 because 4 had a really strong story too. It- yeah, four had a really strong
1: story. Uh, three had an amazing story, and I'm mad that that one didn't get an untold because of how good the story was in that. Um, I don't remember two story very much, but they most of the etrian odysseys they tend to have like a major plot twist around the third or fourth stratum, which is which is kind of neat and kind of makes you want to go further. And this one, it was just kind of like. Eh, oh yeah, the the, 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 the Yggdrasil was from space, so space, space. space. <clears throat> and also I don't I don't I found the entire game to be a face roll until the final boss, and then the final boss handed my ass to me.
3: Right? This okay, is...
4: I'm
3: I'm glad I'm not the only person. No, I mean, this was the problem that I ran into. It's like, all of a sudden, I was, I'm playing the game, and I'm playing the game, and I'm not really thinking about it, because there hasn't been, like, much story. And so I got stuck on a boss, and I looked it up, and it turned out it was the final boss of the game.
1: Yeah, see, I knew that it was the final boss, because typically the final boss always shows up on the 25th floor.
3: Yeah, I didn't even, that didn't... Click for me for some reason, but I mean, decent game eh, on
1: the story. Now I'm all caught up for Nexus, and I can't wait for Nexus because isn't Nexus supposed to be like a greatest hits?
3: Yeah, it's got all the classes, and it's supposed to have a unique story. It's supposed to have cooking mechanics and in mechanics. So we'll
0: I like the important the, part. There is cooking mechanics. Well, no, it's
3: <laughs> in. In okay. Untold 1 and 2 and in 4, to a lesser extent, they added these, like, really cool cooking mechanics where you uh-huh. bring, f- you bring materi- or like, ingredients back and you can learn recipes. And those recipes end up becoming really important for your exploration. <gasps>
0: That's it? Yeah. I've, discovered I've discovered a new, a new recipe.
4: recipe.
3: <laughs> and so uh, that was really don't... cool. And, um... There was also, and I don't remember if it was four, untold one or untold two. There was like an, uh, a a development of the inn in the town. Yeah, I I don't and remember which one. That was also completely missing from five.
1: Now, the the the, thing, the great omission from five that I wish they would have included is that three had a ship exploration mechanic where you could go out onto the ocean on a ship. And then 4 had that airship mechanic where you could explore the overworld. Mm-hmm. And I liked those two mechanics a lot, and that be- that being very glaringly missing from this game yep, was kind it of a was disappointment.
3: Just go down and down and down.
1: So it, it really felt like they kind of phoned this one in just to get an EO out Baby, while they I'm worked so on Nexus. down, 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 down. I also just realized that I'll get Persona Q2 next year to kind of fulfill my... Persona Maybe. QQ? Maybe. I hope so.
3: Yeah, they haven't... Well, I mean, it's not even out in Japan, so... I have a feeling that it's going to be one of those things where they announce it at E3. And it'll be a really short turnaround. So it'll be like a holiday game.
1: Yeah, but man, the 3ds is kind of winding down, and the Vita is dying or the Vita's dead. Yeah, so dead. It's, it's
2: bury it. it. lives on in our hearts.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess the Switch is the new hotness, and I exemplified that because I'm playing Undertale again on the Switch.
0: Is it too soon to say that Mac took the Vita with
1: him? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of a cute he, thing. Well, <laughs> oh. you all didn't appreciate it. Screw you! I'm taking it with me. It's possible. Oh, he, he'd laugh.
0: Yep. you know he would
1: laugh. <laughs> oh,
0: but all right, sorry, <laughs> bringing it down.
1: But yeah, I'm playing through Undertale again. Um, uh, Well, there is one thing new to report. There is a new boss.
0: A new boss. Wait, really?
1: Yeah. Um, so, in the PS4 and Vita versions, they there was a dog shrine that was kind of hidden away, and that was where you got all of the most of the achievements in the game. It, it's in the same spot in this game, and if you seek it out, the dog shrine the where, is the one
0: where you just shove money into to get yeah. achievements.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's it's derelict, so you know the the coin box only has one coin left in it, and the floaty thing is completely destroyed, and the boom box that trolled you is destroyed and the CD smashed. Mm. And at the back of the room, there is a door that said that it's sealed away, but the seal will probably be eroded by the time your adventure is over,
4: mm-hmm.
1: hinting that at the end of the game you need to come back to it, right. And you, you go back to it and it says there is a picture of analog sticks being pulled apart. So you press left and right on your analog sticks on the switch and you open the door and inside is um the anime character that Alphys is obsessed with. Oh no. Yo know, Mew Mew. Oh. And you talk to her and you get the fighter.
0: Is it one of the do you get to hug her, or do you have to actually fight her?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, you can fight her, but you can you can also talk to her to spare her. And her fight mechanic is that she uses both analog sticks.
4: Oh, okay. And
1: it, it it's almost kind of like a dance rhythm game with her, where you have to like sp- spread them apart, then press one, and then press both of them apart, and then
4: ah, um, there, there's okay.
1: there's colored dots where. um Oh, it shows. Well, this is confusing for me because I have gray Joy Cons, but it shows the analog sticks as the color of the colored Joy Cons. So
0: the optional you to, colored Joy Cons. Okay, yeah, cool.
1: <laughs> yes. And that, this was that was that's what was very confusing for me because I don't remember what the colors are, but I know that one of them is blue and one of them is red, but I don't know which side is which, and you, you um... have to move the analog. Sticks,
3: yeah, based off the colors, I, yeah. Uh, we have a gray one, yeah.
1: So, it, I it took me a couple of tries to get through that fight because of the whole co not only because of the color confusion, but b- because I also kind of have like a left and right dyslexia, so I have a hard time distinguishing the two. So, does Anna? <laughs> it's, it's a real condition.
0: Well, okay, I don't um, know if she has the real condition, but she sure confuses them a lot.
1: Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that that was kind of a difficult fight, but it was also really cute and you knock Tokyo Mute. I think her name is like Tokyo. Tokyo Mew like Me Mew Kissy Face or something like that. And you mm. knock her head off and <laughs> she's like, that's, that's not gonna work. I'm a dummy you idiot. I'm uh, a dummy it's, you it's, dummy?
4: Yeah, no, no, something not the like dummy. that. No,
1: and i haven't figured out how that particular fight ties into the overall story yet because i just finished the first playthrough last night and now i'm doing the second real playthrough where you do the pacifist thing yeah. so i'm going to check the shrine again and see if the same fight's there and if if you know it ties into what goes on in the game but oh i love that game so much and i love the music in that game
3: I wish I was that excited about that game.
0: You haven't oh, tried playing the, it.
3: it. It's on yeah, the Switch now. You should play it. I, I watched a speed run, and I was just like, no, "I'm not." All
0: you can't understand Undertale game. from a speed because you don't have time to read it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, the, the, all the strength is in the writing, so.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't like the gameplay mechanics.
1: Okay. That's fair. It's, I still love that game so much.
0: Anna, you get to hug a goat.
3: Hug that goat. Hug that goat. Yeah. Isn't that the uh, pacifist ending? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did on the speedruns. They
0: so. did. Yeah. They hugged that goat.
3: Yes. In fact, I think it was... Uh...
0: You get to choose whether or not to hug the goat.
3: It well, no. Like... I I actually think that was a an incentive. Yes. Hug the goat. Yeah. Hug yep. the goat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and people were chanting it, it, My husband
1: explained this to me. There has got people going, going, "Hug that goat!" Yep. Yes, yes, there
0: was. Yeah, it was pretty intense. <laughs> There's A lot of emotion about hugging that goat. All right. Like the, the
1: same, the same people that call for the animals
3: to get murdered and, and yep, me- they want and to hug the goat. want to hug the goat, yeah.
0: Listen, if the if the animals had feelings that you could understand, you'd want to hug them too. All
4: right, anyway. But yeah,
1: that that's pretty much all that I've been playing. I am right. I'm, I'm hoping to get back to Dragon Quest uh eleven next week 'cause I, unless somebody wants to pay me to do more artwork, I am not touching my tablet next week with a twenty foot pole.
4: Ooh. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, what did I play, Anna? Um A lot. I did. Um Going way back to traveling to PAX, I forgot to talk about the fact that on the airplane there, I played Donut County.
3: And I also played it in the hotel. And I
2: finished it. And I also played it. Because it's like a three-hour game.
4: I also finished it.
1: (laughs) So I have heard so much about this game. Sell me on it.
4: Do you Uh, like
2: Kenamari?
3: You are a hole. Put things in the hole. It's
1: just
0: fun. And it's short. (laughs) doesn't require too much investment. And it's well-written. And it's funny.
3: It is so funny. The writing is. And you get fabulous. to send
0: ducks. You get to send duck messages.
3: Yes, you get to send send duck text messages. Yeah,
0: the best part of the game is the duck text
2: messages. If you have a fondness for raccoons, you'll probably like it.
1: Do you I, like raccoons?
3: I I do like raccoons. Do call you my... the
2: Do people
0: call you the Trash King?
3: The, uh... the final boss blew me away. Apparently, I did, I did it. Yeah. I I did it in one try, and Chris was very jealous.
0: No, I I didn't d- die in that.
3: You said you died
0: on the boss. I don't think so because there's like an extra cutscene if you die, and people recommend dying, and I didn't get it.
3: Oh, okay.
0: It made me sad.
3: Sorry. It's okay. Sorry, nice. you didn't die. I thought. Okay, carrying okay, on. Also, fun fact, the original
1: Katamari gave me motion sickness and I couldn't play it.
0: Oh, that shouldn't happen here because the backgrounds are stable.
1: Everything's yeah. Stable.
2: Yeah, but there there really isn't a ton to say about it because it is just like you have a hole, you put things in it. Every time something falls in it, the hole gets bigger and you can put more things in it.
0: Other than that, it's so just just a kind of, well-written story. It's funny. And so yeah. Enjoy it.
1: If, and is there a Silent Hill joke in there about how there was a hole there and it's gone now?
3: Um, and the cool thing is is they actually start you at the end of the game and you have to figure out how you got there.
4: So oh. the storytelling
3: is really interesting because I think if I had played it from start to end instead of end to start um, I wouldn't have had as much sympathy for the characters as I did. They're rem-
1: mementoing it.
3: Yeah, everybody kind of Pitches in their memories to the conversation. See, it's really funny. yeah. It's not
0: memento. It's not told backwards or anything.
3: Oh. I don't know what memento is.
0: I'm sending to go where you start at right the now.
1: end of a story and go backwards,
0: like that Seinfeld episode. Stop but
3: sending Anna... me ducks. But
0: Anna hasn't seen that Seinfeld episode.
3: I'm like, why is my <laughs> desk vibrating? Stop sending me ducks. No. <laughs> i'm sending you more ducks i'm putting my phone on do not disturb ducks. there ducks. no more ducks from you i sent you a lot of ducks <laughs> yes you did <laughs> so people were so in the game you text back and forth ducks to each other um and in fact that was so popular that if you have the game installed you can text a duck to someone in your contact list if
0: uh, it's an iMessage sticker now
3: yeah so. I, I was about say. to ask: Was this mobile
1: only, or wasn't it on the Switch? No, yeah, so it's on things. It's on, on, a on bunch everything. Things. Yeah. PS4, we played
0: it on yeah. <laughs> PC. We played on an iPad because it's like a third the cost and just as easy to control. So. Yeah. So that worked for me. <laughs> and you get this nice duck sticker that you can send back and forth to your loved ones.
3: Yay! <laughs> Uh, Or to people who definitely do not want a doc sticker. Like Anna. Not in the middle of the podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, So, uh, Donut County is another one that's going to be ruined if you try to oversell it because, you know, it's just a fun experience. It's not like the end-all be-all of video games, so. Yeah, I don't know. I played some Spider-Man. Did I get a chance to talk about Spider-Man yet? I don't remember. I, I may have last time
1: I I know last week when Hubbs and I were playing Spider-Man We uh, found Stan Lee
0: Yeah he's in a cutscene Isn't
3: and he him, Is he driving him the saying, bus or is that
1: the movie That's the movie
3: Okay.
1: Him saying that you know them two Were always his favorite mm-hmm. Which is kind of adorable
0: mm-hmm. I agree
4: <sighs>
0: Unless you ask Jack Kirby
3: Yeah. Well, he's dead now.
0: Oh, okay. Well, there you go.
3: Um, Um, Vaughn would like to adjust your memory.
1: Oh, he found Stanley. I was asleep. You were passed out. (laughs) (laughs) I like his description. You were passed the F out. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, his stupid dog curled up with me, and I got comfortable. and Next thing I know, I'm asleep.
0: Do you only have one stupid dog? Because you need two stupid dogs.
1: I, I, he actually won't let me to get another dog that's that okay. has questionable intelligence.
0: The next one has to be a genius.
1: <clears throat> I, I, I'm i kind of waffling between getting a very large dog or getting a very tiny dog, but my mother has
0: How about, how has about said, you have enough cats and dogs and not get <laughs> <them> anything?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what my family says.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just remember, one more pet means even more time cleaning up. Yay. I I know. (laughs) All right. Uh, I played the Spider-Man, and um, I rented it from Redbox the weekend it came out, and I really super enjoyed it. Um, Kelly, have you played it or just watched it played?
1: I've just watched it play. I'm I'm too bad at twitchy games like that. It's not very twitchy. It's Batman combat.
3: It is twitchy. Okay, how many fine. times did you have to redo that scene? Yeah, or, I did. With I, the fat I guy. had to
0: put it down onto easy.
3: Kingpin. Yeah. Or King
0: friendly. Kingpin. I guess the difficulty is called.
3: Yeah, it's your friendly neighborhood spider. What a what a well written
0: game. That's a well written game too. And it, they've got Plucky Peter Parker doing lots of quips and swinging around the city and swinging moving around the city is fun. Doing random things. I'm searching for so many backpacks, so many. Spider backpacks. Cop doesn't play by the rules. Spider Cop doesn't play by the <laughs> rules, but Spider Cop <laughs> retired, and it made me sad. I <laughs> Spider miss Spider Cop, Cop.
3: Was my favorite. I
0: know we want Spider Cop to come back. <sighs> Spider Cop. Um, but I I don't know what to say about it other because it's an action game. You beat things up, and it's I find it I find it very difficult to notice when it's time to dodge. Because they have a white sense icon that's the same color as all the webbing that you're shooting around all over the screen. And it's hard to notice that, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do something different now. And, yeah. I don't
3: don't have a problem telling the difference.
0: Well, you shout at me then.
3: I I was. You were. (laughs) And then you were like, stop shouting at me.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You must have been shouting a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you kind of suck at the game. Because
0: I suck at the game. (laughs) It's like, all right, enough. Just let me suck. I can't deal with this.
2: That's what Easy Street is for.
0: I was on Easy. That's the thing. I was on
1: Have you had to chase down any pigeons yet?
3: Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're he was doing But not all the hard the... ones.
0: Like there's harder ones later that we haven't seen. Oh seriously? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, you have to like chase them all the way around the city and they can go out of bounds and then you have to start it over. Oh Yay. seriously? Uh, Lame-o. Watching
1: yeah. Vaughn do that was giving me undue stress.
0: Yeah. But you know, I was upgrading things. Um I like how you get to make new suits if you don't like the way you look. And that you unlock moves with the suits. And then you can use the moves with whatever suit you want. It's not locked to the suit. That was a good touch. Um, it looks amazing. Um, Puddlegate was not really a thing.
4: <laughs> a big surprise. Um,
0: uh, yeah, and I want to play more, but I have a problem. What?
3: A manufactured outrage movement isn't turns out to be not true in any way.
0: So, there's something funny about fast travel, apparently, but I don't think I unlocked it. So, because I never did fast travel. Um, I only got to play for a few days because I red boxed it. And then I'm sending it back, or I, did, I, I, I returned it, and the decision has been made by the same person who has decided I will not be fixing this laptop for the second time in a row, that I will not be buying Spider-Man until it's on sale. And for all I know, because of the laptop situation, I may not be getting Spider-Man at all. Um... <laughs> So I will be waiting for a, a big sale on the Spider-Man before I can continue my adventures because I've been playing uh, Yakuza Kiwami and enjoying the heck out of that. I've like done all these side Yay! quests, but I've talked about that in the past, just not when you were on, Josh. Um, I know. Yeah, but I've played a ton of, of of Kiwami. It's amazing. I love it. I want to play more of it. But unfortunately, um, uh, Dragon Quest XI came out, and I've been playing that, and I've been playing that a ton, and I love it, and I want to play more of it.
2: It's so many games. Are you playing on PS4 or PC with I Dragon Quest? I on PS4. PS4, yeah. Okay.
0: So here's our setup. Here's our setup. We go into the living room. We turn on Twitch on the Apple TV. Um, and we put it onto the Pokemon Twitch Presents channel.
3: Or... Final Fantasy 4 Free Enterprise runs.
0: Yeah, but more time has been put on Pokemon lately.
3: That's true. I hate this current season. Oh, it's
0: fine. Just chill out.
3: Born to be a winner.
1: Joe's Toe. <laughs> it's
4: terrible.
1: See, I, I ducked out after Indigo League.
3: That's probably it for the best. Yeah, I... But you missed I, James the Moltres! <laughs> I don't... I don't like Season 2. Or this I don't season like Season 4. Two. This is 4 right now. And, like... It, it spreads across three chica, seasons. Chica, chica. And so chica, I'm chica. like in the part of Pokemon that I'm like, wow, I didn't like this when it originally came out. I definitely don't like it. I, now. Don't,
0: I love all of it because it is made so fun because of the Twitch chat and the memes and weird things that people say in there.
3: I was there. I was there. I was there.
1: <laughs> I, was there. I I imagine a lot of Twitch plays Pokemon memes come up. Nope. Nope. Not at all.
3: No, they they um, got their own memes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was Pidgeot at one point.
0: And then okay. you Bur- yeah oh you're right so the, a lot of bird jesus and praise helix memes you are correct i'm sorry okay. those original twitch plays pokemon memes twitch plays pokemon is such a different thing now you know so yeah now it's just watching pokemon stadium matches and betting on <laughs> that's what i think of now so yes you're right uh, a lot of those um for where there's relevant but um not from you know that's only mostly from the first run right so now they're in Gen 2, there's less opportunity to do most of those because you know, I imagine so Twitch yeah Play's Pokemon viewership dropped off precipitously as the games progressed mm-hmm. um, yeah so the uh, I don't know what were we gonna say the mm, 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 mm. oh we were talking Pokemon because at that point on my I've got a monitor out in the living room with the PS4 hooked up to it so I played Dragon Quest, and I was able to spend hours and hours gambling at the casino.
3: So there's a really cool slot machine um, where you I've play... I've seen screenshots um, of this. What, what's his name? Goo... Goo Goo Um, Yeah, you play as a, a heroic slime. And as you spin the wheel...
0: Yeah, you, as you um... spin the wheel, he goes forward on his quest, defeating monsters, getting him to join the party, and then eventually you enter slime time um, after killing enough monsters or triggering a bonus or something, and then you can go... It's just like one of these crazy Vegas slot machines where you have mini games that you trigger by getting certain symbols and stuff, So, uh, except it's more guaranteed than that. Um, and then you go into slime time mode, which is about... You have 20 slots to kind of build up your party and... Then fight the boss, and then if you beat the boss, you get into another slime time, and every time you go into a slime time, you get a big win, um, and you just want to chain them together, and it takes a while, but you get lots of tokens. Um, and they've made it easy for you. You don't have to mash X and make your thumb tired. You just press the options key, and it'll play auto-spin for 100 spins, so you do that every so often, and you just refresh your your tokens in there. Um, And that's one way to play it, and it's very entertaining. It's got funny music, and Gulissy says cute things like, let's go for it, and stuff like that.
4: um...
3: Yes, so after you finish a boss. So, yeah, the the neat thing is, is after a certain amount of spins, you fight a boss, and the boss is fought by yourself and all of the monsters that you have gathered up in your quest. And so um, after you beat a boss, it says, uh, goo, goo, goo. Yeah, as an, instead of go go go.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately I I'm only as far in that game as getting the two twins as party members.
3: Does she know the plot twist? Probably not. Okay. I'm sorry, what are we talking about? The kung fu lady.
0: Oh no no no. She wouldn't. Okay. What twins? Oh, those twins. Yeah, no, she's yeah. she's not far enough, Yana.
3: Wait, those are twins? Well, yes, yeah.
0: it's just one has been aged back a little.
3: A little. It, yeah, it did, she, all of her magic got drained in as... Yeah. I didn't realize they were twins. I thought they were just sisters. No, they're twins. <laughs> okay, that's, that's hilarious.
0: Yep, so you get to see what they'll look like. And apparently one's head will shrink as they get older, which I don't understand, but you know, why not? <laughs> That's how anime works. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm showing, I'm showing a slime quest on the stream. Um, oh, and they're doing the Amalgamate challenge where you want to get a bunch of sp- slimes to spawn and turn into a king slime and then you get a bonus. And
3: I, Yeah, there's all sorts of things I, going but on. But nobody can I'm figure sure. out a way it's that you can actually control
0: any of this. No, it's like it feels totally random. Yeah, Welcome even though it looks like it, yeah, but it looks like it's timing based, and yet it doesn't seem to behave like it's timing based. With like two exceptions, like when you have to press the button when it says press, that's important, and then like when it's like when it says go for it, and you have to like time the bars on the screen, that seems to actually be timing based, but the rest doesn't actually seem to be timing based. Instead, it's this weird thing, like, look at, well, the slots have moods, and, like, the more money you pump into them, the hotter they can get, And but they kind of cycle over time. Um, but as you get more and more money into them, you'll eventually uh, find orbs and chests, and that'll light up the six orbs on the side of the slot machine, and the more orbs there are, the more your bonus rate is, and uh, complications. And well, you know what everyone has said? This is certainly the more interesting slot machine to look at and, and spin for hours on end. Um, but instead, you should go to the other regular slot machines because they pay out better and faster. Um, the problem is you're not allowed to autoplay them, so you just have to sit there and press X a lot. <laughs> and that's annoying. So if you're like, yeah, I just do that while watching um, um, Twitch or or catching up on YouTube or something or whatever the kids watch these days. Uh, slot machines. And then poker has big payouts, but nobody can really manipulate it well, so it's like, eh, too random. Uh, Roulette is manipulable with a save point and just betting real big and waiting for it to come up. Uh, But I haven't gotten to the point where you have roulette, so it doesn't matter. And nobody cares about my casino experiences, do they? Sorry. The
3: casino is awesome, but I was ready for you to be done before you finished. Well, I had a lot of things to get.
1: I was about to ask: Do you are there like any decent rewards from the casino? Yeah, yes. you can
0: if you put in the amount of time I did. You get some weapons well ahead of when you should have them.
1: Okay, um, Cause I, I normally you know, hate casino games unless it's like to get a Porygon or something.
0: You could spend instead of doing uh, the casino for two or three nights like I did. Um, you could do it for one night and get all the little items that you're supposed to have around that level. Be done with those just from Slime Quest and watching that for a while um and you could skip it entirely if you want Uh, but they do have like a vest in there for ten thousand tokens Uh, and you could buy tokens too right but um you have a vest in there because that's how you buy into the begin with but they have a vest in there to boost your experience gain and a vest in there that boosts your gold gain so you might just want to get those and be done with it um and yeah anyway so i've been playing dragon quest 11 it's really good um i'm liking the story it's well written um, I'm liking the twists they've had so far. Um, I've gone back and rewatched the opening video after learning some twists. Um, I'm still in Act One, for those far enough to know what that means. Um, <laughs> so I have not had like the first major plot thing happen that makes big changes. Um, I have. Uh, where am i i've got a ship i'm sailing around i'm going places looking for treasure and and doing dragon questy things which if you're not familiar dragon quest now modern dragon quest well actually dragon quest for a long time i guess is a lot of go to a town and experience an anime episode and then go to another town and experience an anime episode right (laughs) it's very episodic storytelling what needs doing over here and then how does this feed back into the quest oh we're done here's this thing that we don't need anymore oh look how convenient that happens to be the thing i need (laughs) yay (laughs) And so forth. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's really good. Any questions about... No? Maybe?
1: I mean, no. t- t- to be fair, it seems like this game is less blatant about it than, say, Dragon Quest Seven.
0: So I didn't play Seven, so I don't know.
1: Seven is top of mind because I recorded a backtrack on it Tuesday. Okay. And, yeah, that... But that the, game was a little bloated compared
0: to this one. This one's uh, I mean, bloated. This game I hear goes on forever, so this is probably bloated too, right? So I think we'll see. Dragon Quest games are bloated. <laughs> well, yes
3: and no. Modern ones. Yeah. I mean, there is such a thing as like I I think the reason that people call Dragon Quest Seven bloated is because there are worlds that it was like, okay, I went there, but what did I get from it?
0: Well, wasn't Dragon Quest Seven more just unfinished?
3: The translation was unfinished. Oh, okay. That was the one that we had staff work on.
0: Right, but well, the new the remake, I guess would be finished, right? Yep. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah, it has a full translation.
0: Um so I don't know, did you feel that 7 was similar to 8 in structure, Anna?
3: Um no, I felt like 8 had a better idea of where it was going and why.
0: Cuz this feels exactly like 8. This is like a modern version of 8.
3: Yeah, okay. I mean, a lot of the reviews that I've seen compare this game to 8. So it's
0: like, you want Dragon mm-hmm. Quest 8? And they cleaned up some of the things so you no longer have to wait for your crafting to finish and you have like an unlimited inventory. And you stuff. don't have
3: to wait for your crafting to finish anymore in the 3DS version. Oh, okay. It just well, does it.
0: Yeah, so they fixed that in the 3DS version, but not the version I played. <laughs> right. I had to wait for the damn alchemy pot to finish. So it's like, that that alone just drove you yeah. I FAQs. I read some
3: FAQs on things like how do I make the pot go faster. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and you're like, haha, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> so in this one, the crafting, um, I'm addicted to it. Um, oh, and...
1: I love the crafting. Uh,
0: so you've been playing eleven?
1: Yeah, okay. well, I played a lot of it last weekend okay, um, okay. when I did have time. All, all I do, Kelly. I don't know about you.
0: But I've wasted so many hours. This is why this game is feeling bloated time-wise. Is I just spend hours running around collecting all the materials I can, zooming to the different areas, and then going to a campfire and crafting. And being like, ooh, I'm going to make that. And that's going to get me some more perfectionist pearls. And then I'm going to level up this thing and make it more stronger. And then it's like, who needs to buy stuff, right? You've got, I can just mm-hmm. craft things. And it's so fun to craft. And I just don't want to do anything but craft.
1: I'm I'm addicted to uh, finding recipes right now, and I'm yep. I'm annoyed because I have a quest where I have to go into that one area north of the Galloping Town that's blocked off at the moment. Galloping yeah, and do a the pet Galloping finisher. Town. I get it now. Uh, yeah, and do a pet finisher on a dragon.
0: Yeah, I've done that one. Well, that took me forever.
1: Yeah. Oh, lovely. So it's going to take me forever, too. Because
0: you don't control when people get pepped, is the problem. So you're running around just fighting things, waiting for your guys to get pepped, and then you go and... and yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah, you got a trophy for that.
0: It just takes forever to get people pepped. And I think... I, I tried different techniques, and I think what worked for me was just running around killing weak things until the right people were pepped, and then going over to the Spitfire and, and doing it. But I... I don't have a good method
1: I, I, yet. I will say, I griped about this and I on Backtrack, but I'm going to gripe about it now. This game needed a fast-forward battle function. Yeah, battles are slow.
4: Yep,
0: so uh, everything, if I can, uh, if I'm not doing something special, I'm always on auto-battle just to make the battles go faster uh, for mm-hmm. no other reason. Because um, as much as I'd like to be on top of like using Eric's dealing ability all the time... Um, it just, it would make battles take even longer and I don't want it to take longer. Um, and you almost have to like, say, don't use MP abilities cause the animations take longer. It's like, just fight. I don't know. Uh, but you get over it eventually. It's just lame.
1: Uh, just, I check Twitter while I'm fighting. <laughs> uh, I have
0: Pokemon on and we're watching memes scroll by in the chat room and that works <laughs> until we're done. And then they loop for the day and it's like, oh no lovely and then what did we do last night we turned on pop music right yeah so that was fun so we just pop
1: pop
3: music yeah,
0: as in... i know right like the radio yeah, like, but it was, it was on like Sirius alexa's XM. Yeah. no we, well, did we the... started
3: with alexa's like just top 50 songs play but i think it had too much country for chris
0: no i i just wanted to use the stereo okay and have it surround us
3: more. Yeah, the thing that we've discovered is all so our all three of our um, echoes Echos. are from different generations, and so you walk from room to room and are like, "Wow, this one sucks compared to that one."
0: Actually, <laughs> two of them are from similar generations. That dot and the new echo are technically the same generation, but the dots um, but the dot's garbage. Well, yeah, but it's not meant to sound good. It's not okay. for music. Okay, that's not what it's for. <laughs> it's,
1: it's,
0: <laughs> it's meant See, to talk I, to you I, in the kitchen
1: <laughs> okay See, i don't mind the sound quality of the dot for the most part but then when i get songs that i know that are meant to sound better in stereo like anything from dark side of the moon mm-hmm. then it it sticks out to me like a sore thumb yeah. so once we were
0: all consolidated in the same room in the house and we were done with pokemon or rather sick of pokemon at that point really um we said okay cool let's um Let's turn around the stereo and we will listen to serious hits. I don't know why, but that's what we chose. Um, normally, we'd go for 80s music, and we just listened to that for a while and played our respective games. And it was a fun night, and this sounds boring as I think about it. So, uh, did I play anything else? I think I'm done, right?
3: Um, Yeah, I think you're done.
0: Yeah, I think I'm done. All right. So,
2: Josh, yes. you've been playing Yakuza 2 I, well, I did. I did give it a quick mention okay. since it's been forever since I've been on. Um, yeah, I finished up Yakuza Kiwami two and reviewed that a couple weeks back. Everyone should I'm play the that. Site don't, now go. Yeah, don't don't forget about it because of Spider Man and Dragon Quest and all the other stuff that's hitting. It was really awesome. Best Yakuza game. Uh, beyond that, in Donut County, right after you know, I bought Dragon Quest eleven. I got Shibuya, the four two eight Shibuya scramble. Those, we got those that, games.
3: and we haven't played it at
2: all. Right, it came the same day as Dragon Quest. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't start Dragon Quest, so I so I could start Shibuya, and I started Shibuya, and then like two days later, I got Valkyria Chronicles four for review. So I haven't touched Shibuya since the since like the second day it came out.
4: No So I've
2: been playing all Valkyria Chronicles four for the last two weeks. Because that has been a meaty game. Because I, I think I'm close to like 60 hours now. And I, I, I think Is your people's... tank a tank? My tank is a tank. It goes vroom, vroom.
3: <laughs> How many people do you run over each map?
2: Uh, as many as I can... You know, as many as it has gas for.
3: <laughs> oh, so are they allies or enemies?
2: Well... Usually I'm trying to run over the uh, enemies, but occasionally you catch an ally it doesn't kill them it just knocks them out of the way
3: it does damage to them at least it did damage in the demo that I was playing yeah
2: so slight I don't even pay attention <laughs> I, I, I'm like I've really been enjoying it. I think that people who have been waiting on a waiting on something to capture like the, the epic scope of Valkyria Chronicles 1 for so long are going to be pleased, especially people who really love the combat of the first game, because the, the PSP games um, due to the hardware limitations on the PSP they kind of had to uh, scale things back and chop up the maps into little bitty sections and it just didn't feel the same, and well 2 had other issues, but you know, it lost that big epic scope, and it didn't have the same sort of artwork, and so that really comes back and forth. They've done a much better job of um, of balancing the classes. It's not the the first game. Once you learned some of the tricks, it could become really unbalanced. You could you could start figuring out the maps. Like, okay, I just need to kill these two guys and this one guy, and then I can run my scout from one side of the map to the other and beat it in like four movements. <laughs> and there's none of that in Valkyria Chronicles. They have done a much better job. Some of it has been tweaking the uh, units, but a lot of it is just much better map design. There are um, units with... Um, there are Gatling gun emplacements. There are pillboxes. There are lots and lots of enemy tanks all over the map. So you're not just going to be able to run one character across it. You're going to have to be much more methodical moving across the map. So there's a lot more strategy that... Well, well, there was strategy in the first one, but it's not as exploitable as the first game was. It, it plays much more like a, a an actual military map. Cool. Um, yeah. And, and the... Like I said, the units are balanced much better. Like, Engineers were something I almost never used in the first game because they were just, like, crappy scouts. But there are so many... uh, Another new thing they added are these uh, anti-tank guns. They they were actually in the PSP games. But in this one, they also have, like, Interception Fire. Uh, I mean, one of the things with Valkyria Chronicles is you have the overhead map, and then when you click a unit to move it, it swaps into that third-person action mode. So in the other games, yeah, over-the-shoulder, third-person action, like, shooter. And when you would, in the earlier games, like, you could pretty well just move your tanks around the field with impunity because the, the gunfire didn't really do any damage to them. So you could just move your tank around and, you know, go and attack something. You can't really do that in this game because there's any tank guns will shoot at your tank, actual, you know, like, any armor use any armor weapons against your tank so now you actually you can't just move your tank anywhere you want to you have to kind of find those emplacements and kind of think about okay how am I going to get my forces over there to take out that gun so then I can start moving my tank forward across the map it's all, all that kind of stuff is just balanced out much better and the map design is much improved over the first game you can tell they learned a lot from you know it's been 10 years they've learned quite a bit over the years on it um Story-wise, I'm not as sold on it as the the first game. I hold in high regard for the first, you know, in terms of story. It, it's definitely, you know, the first game is definitely kind of anime. It has some of that kind of silliness to it, but it, the first game dealt with, still dealt with a lot of really serious issues. You know, there's racism and genocide and.
3: <laughs> Isn't there like a whole sub part of their species that has psychic powers that's being like forced to be soldiers?
2: Yeah, the Valkyrie that comes back up in this one. Yeah, there, there's a lot of interesting uh, subjects that are actually treated fairly well in the first game. I mean, you know, the darks in, in the first game are basically kind of an analog for Jews in World War Two. And you would you could imagine that that, that could go really badly if it wasn't treated well, but it was generally, you know, it was generally really well done. And this one has just been much more straightforward, in my opinion. Like it, it's not bad. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, this is kind of what I would expect for a kind of you know uh, for a war story. they we're good guys. They're the bad guys. We're we're fighting the bad guys. You know, there, there there wasn't a lot of a lot of the subtlety that was there in the first game is kind of. Lost in this one, the characters are fine, the story's fine. It's just not, it's not quite clicking in the same way as the first game did for me. But it's still really good, especially if you love the combat. Like I think anyone who loved the combat in the first game, but just wished it, you know, wished it had been a little bit better, this game will definitely. uh, The Valkyria Chronicles Four will satisfy. You'll be very happy with it.
0: Excellent. So I'm glad to hear it's turning out good for folks. People were so antsy to have a good new console-based Valkyria for so many years.
2: Yeah, after Revolution, that spin-off oh, was kind of mediocre. Yeah. And certainly not what people wanted. Uh, I don't know that anybody
0: wanted that. No. Oh. Uh, well, that's just
2: a bummer <laughs> thinking about it. Sorry, don't, didn't mean to bring you down.
3: He's wow. upset because he accidentally pre-ordered it. How do you
1: accidentally? How do you accidentally pre-order
3: something? Well, he never canceled it when he found out it was a mess. I don't think
2: we found out until we got it. No. Yeah, we didn't. No. I, I bought it. Yeah. Uh, there, I, there. I'm. I'm with you, Chris.
3: There were <laughs> early reviews that hinted know, there was Anna. some issues.
2: I don't know, Anna. Okay. I pre-ordered it because I had to play. You know. I'm a huge Valkyria fan. I have to play it. And yeah, it was pretty, pretty mediocre.
0: Now you learned you shouldn't
2: have played it. Well, I, I bailed on that one. I've never, I didn't finish it.
3: It, uh, <laughs> it sank in price in like oh, real less than a month, less than a month. It was down from $60. I think three months in, it was down to 20 bucks.
2: Yeah, less. I, I remember seeing it for like 12 bucks, 10 bucks. I mean, it got dirt cheap. Yeah.
3: I like the little... Isn't that cool? Like it's a
2: comic book. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Sorry, he's playing a... Uh,
4: I'm watching the video of it. Valkyria uh, Chronicles
3: video yep. on the stream. Yep. So when you're near your tank, you can see little... Ar- 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 yeah, ar- yeah, the, the, ar- the little... Ar- ar- I should say
2: it plays pretty well on Switch. There are times where it kind of chugs on some of the bigger maps and with uh, the bigger effects. You can, Is that you can... handheld
3: mode or docked?
2: I've seen it in both. I've played it okay. mostly docked, but I've seen it in handheld do that as well. It's not... Most of the time it doesn't really get in the way of playing, but it's, it's definitely there. So I kind of imagine if you want the best version of the game, probably look toward the PC or the PS4.
3: Okay. But well... it's totally
2: playable on Switch.
0: Okay, Anna, I think it's time for you to tell us about.
3: Su- well? Huh?
0: I, I don't, tell, tell us what you've been playing. You'll understand.
3: Um, I finished Adelier Sophie. And like I talked about on the podcast, I went straight to Adelier. Is it
0: Atelier now? It's not Atelier?
3: It's supposed to be Atelier. We're really? Just like calling it Is Atelier. That- How
2: are they supposed to pronounce this? They pronounce it different in every other game. So what is the official French pronunciation of that word?
3: The official French pronunciation is Atelier. Yeah, it's Atelier. But, I mean, they've anglicized it in the series to Atelier. So I've kind of just gotten used to calling it Atelier. That's what the voice actors call it.
2: Okay. Well, they change every couple of games. They, yeah, they've I never know. been consistent. It was Atelier at one point, and it was Atelier, and now happier yeah, like...
1: I'm sorry, I, just I will like be Atelier. You
2: pronounce <laughs> it Valkyria.
1: I will be Atelier till I die, but I'm also one of the scrubs that insist that it's catchy and not kate-stiff. It
3: is catchy. I know. And but- people that say it isn't are dumb and don't know about... Actual catchies. Well, but, but
0: then it's Atelier, then, Anna.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. wh- Anna, what gets to me is people that got mad at Catchy's Scottish voice and Advent children not um, knowing what a it, catchy is.
3: It's <clears throat> a Scottish fairy.
1: Yeah. <gasps> but I digressed. Anyway,
3: Atelier, Atelier. Atelier.
2: Lydia and Suelle. I'm getting
3: how That was Lydian-
0: So you finished Sophie is the point, right?
3: Yes. And then I started playing Lydie and Suelle.
0: And it's not Lydie and Suelle?
3: Well, yes, because there's only Japanese voice actors. Okay.
2: <laughs> so so how is this? Now, Sam kind of shy, you know, got me to shy away from picking this game up because she was not terribly fond of it. It is and way remember-
3: better than Sophie. I liked Sophie. I really like Lydie and Sue L. And hmm,
2: okay. apparently
0: it's thus way, way better than whatever came between Sophie and Lydie.
3: Well, remember, Fierus doesn't play on the Vita. It's on the Vita. It just doesn't play on the Vita.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. That one was broken. Yeah, it's Correct. bad.
3: It's bad. I watched some videos because I'm like, it can't be that bad, right? No. Oh, did
2: the videos, did, did, did they, uh, did they prove me right?
3: Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's garbage on the Vita. And I mean, I'm yeah. the one that plays all the games on the Vita, and I don't normally notice the slowdown. So if your game has slowdown so bad that I notice it, that's bad.
2: Yeah. but Like I said, I'm usually fine with that kind of stuff, but uh, Furious was like single digits. It would often become a slideshow.
3: <laughs> yeah. So this is the third Mysterious game. And so they are the alchemists and the mysterious paintings. And so the idea is, is um, the town that they live in, um, which is like the town that the other two games hint about, like a capital far away that has like knights and stuff. That's where I am.
0: It's exotic. You know, it has knights and stuff.
3: (laughs) It's not exotic. (laughs) I didn't call it exotic. They got knights and stuff. Anyways, the prince and princess of the kingdom, are collecting mysterious paintings. And mysterious paintings um, were originally started by an alchemist called Nej. but other people have had the capacity to create them. And they are paintings that are created through alchemy that you can walk inside of.
0: So So each
3: painting has a unique, small world inside of them.
0: So this this is that house in Final Fantasy VI with all the paintings you go in. Yeah, Yeah, except one of them
3: has like a girl that isn't really a girl. It's a scary monster.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So I found a painting of a cold world. I found a painting of a volcano. I found a painting of a spooky, always in the dark um, graveyard. Um, and I forget what the other one. Oh, right, right, the other one I went to, it's underwater. And in fact, the first time I went into the painting, I almost drowned.
0: You forgot to hold your breath.
3: Um. <laughs> no, Chris.
0: You do that next time. It was time. totally
3: underwater. I had to alchemize the solution. Air candy. I, I
0: assume there's a lot of solutions you create in alchemy. Yes. But and like, dissolve things in the them.
3: The answer was air candy.
0: Oh, of course. What was I thinking?
3: How,
1: how does the water not spew out of the painting? It's imagine? mysterious.
3: It's okay. a one way can... seal.
0: So I'm looking at a comparison video of PS4 to Switch.
3: The PS4 version looks way better.
0: It it has more things in it. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Environmental models. Yep. Probably doesn't matter if all you care about is playing the game. You may not even miss any of it.
3: I mean, I noticed that it looked a little flat, but I didn't care because I'm playing it the way that I want to play it.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. That probably matters more.
2: Yeah. It's a term based RPG with lots of alchemy. You know, it's not...
3: It's about the story, not about how pretty it is. Oh,
0: I don't know. Are you going to start saying the storytelling of Atelier Games is... uh... The story
3: in this one is really good.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Like, I would put it on on level with, like, uh, uh, maybe not Totori, but um, what was the third one? Meruru? Can Can you you, you compare it to a
0: game that people agree is good?
3: People... Okay, not
4: so Mer- the interesting
3: thing is, is Meruru is the least loved of that series. Yeah. And traditionally, the third game in any Atelier series is not liked as much as either the first or the second. Well, this one had the second
0: except, one being so bad.
3: Except this one, where the third Mysterious game is more liked than any of the other well, two. Well, it
0: runs, so that gives it a leg up. <laughs>
3: Okay, fair and,
1: enough. Chris, the other thing too about Atelier games and their story is that a lot of it is tied to the characters themselves and not necessarily the overarching story.
3: Yeah,
4: so, it kind of
1: plays—it plays a little bit dating semi almost in that you have characters that you work on
3: your relationships with. Yes, and oh, the so it's a Tales game. the interesting thing about um, Lydie and Suelle is almost everybody that travels with you no, Tales, is an sorry. alchemist. Which opens up, like, tons of really cool gameplay possibilities. Cause...
0: So as you level up your relationships, what happens?
4: Do you get um, more abilities? You get, or yeah,
3: so you get more abilities. You get um, different story scenes. Um, people might learn new, um, like, passive perks, or they might learn something active. So one of the things that I'm doing right now is, um, as I'm progressing my friendship with the people, I start getting... Um, I can't remember what they're actually called in the games, but they're duos. So, like, if I put um, Firis and Suell together, um, they can do, like, this crazy super attack. Once their meter fills up to 100. Um, also, both Haggle and Pamela are back.
2: They're always back.
3: <laughs> well, Pamela's been in quite a lot of the games, but Haggle hasn't been around for a while.
2: Yeah, I guess not.
3: And so the freshman th- Emmel was the ghost, right? The ghost. Yes. And Hagel is the bald Hagel's
2: on stream
0: right now.
3: Hagel is the bald blacksmith. Don't call him bald. He's very sensitive about it. <laughs> to the point where he asked me to make him golden thread.
0: And <gasps> Did then you make a wig?
3: Yes. He shows up <laughs> later in a gold wig.
4: <laughs> He's so bad. He looks ridiculous excellent yeah
0: why don't you alchemize a new wig for him
3: i the golden thread
0: no you made the the thread make the wig
1: he asked for a thread
0: yes but he needs a wig made by somebody who knows what they're doing which i don't know if that qual you qualify as that <laughs> in most alchemist <laughs> games your character is kind of clueless right
3: so. yeah and so um the neat thing about this game is the progression system um so there's no time limits in this one per se um So what you have to do is there is a uh, ranking system within the kingdom and you slowly make your way up through the ranks. And sort of that um, both gates and motivates you to do more stuff because in order to take the test, you get like a list of ambitions to um, partake in and the ambitions can be to craft something, to gather something, to beat up something, to use an ability, to go to a specific place at a specific time. Um yeah, there's there's lots of variety which I appreciate. So, yeah, I'm I'm liking it. It's I I like it better than Sophie. No, my kitty. <sighs> What's wrong with my kitty cat? kind of cranky well she doesn't like me don't you like most things better than her in this case uh, i'm talking about atelier sophie
0: oh okay all right good
3: but your cat still doesn't uh, like me we we have
1: our cranky cat on a prozac prescription
0: i'm i'm trying to talk the vet into trying that with her
3: seriously it helps a lot of things and i mean The problem that we have right now is there's a finite amount of medications that we can put her on because she has kidney failure. Mm. So, we'll see. Um, I am also been playing more Final Fantasy IV: Free Enterprise, which I stream almost every time that I play it. Um, So if you're not already following twitch.tv slash rpgamer, um, come to Twitch, give us a follow. It emails you when I'm playing Final Fantasy IV: Free Enterprise. Um, I'm at the point where I'm doing small improvements to my runs so it's a lot of things like all right these are the key items that I have I have a better idea of what order of operations that I'm going to do instead of just following my guide of all right these are the six to eight places that I go to in order oh crap I don't know what to do anymore so I have a much better feeling for things that I need to do so yay that's been improving my times Um, I've also been playing World of Warcraft. I haven't been playing the new content. I've been leveling up my my high mountain tauren, otherwise known as my moose. Yeah. So my moose is now level 90. So we're going to move into Draenor.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Last expansion? Was that last expansion? How's the
0: leveling experience, Anna? (laughs) Um, good. Really? Yeah. Because all I hear from, like, the uh, the the forums and stuff is like, it's terrible, they've destroyed leveling, they still haven't fixed it, blah, 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 blah,
3: blah. Yeah, I, it's been a while since I leveled, so it feels fine. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not as fast as when there were um, invasions and you could just sit there and, and scoop up all <laughs> the EXP.
0: I imagine not. That
3: was really fast. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. So, I mean, compared to that, it's slow. All right. Um, I also started playing, during PAX, um Tensei um, Digital Downloaders, so DX2.
0: I've never so. heard its actual full name. Yes. All right, so DX2, that's the free-to-play mobile game that recently came out yeah. that Kelly didn't like.
3: Yeah, you bounced off of it, Kelly. Yeah,
1: I, I got really frustrated with how hand-holdy and...
3: Um, currency-y it, it was. just Yeah, so it, I I am totally going to be with you on the page that it, it is constantly giving you things to buy. And some of them are real money and some of them are in-game currency. But it's kind of annoying. And I wish there was like a checkbox of don't show me this for the next 24 hours. Yeah.
1: Um... I mean, well, from what I played of the gameplay, I was having a lot of fun, but every, t- you know, every time I would get out of a gameplay loop, it was like, oh, here's a new tutorial that you have to go do that you can't opt out of.
3: Yeah, so and, uh, the game has a lot of different mechanics in it, and so it, it does explain to you every time it brings up a new mechanic. Um, once you're through all of that, um, it stops bothering you. Okay. It's getting maybe, through that. I I need maybe I need to redownload it and power
1: through all that stuff. I just found myself being so annoyed with how. Yeah, NLD... no, and
3: and whether you're going to kind of tolerate that level of of tutorial ip ish is kind of varies by from person to person. So and you
1: know that that's what's funny is that I'm usually not a person that gets too annoyed by tutorials, but. You know, when this it comes to Shin Megami Tensei, where I've played practically every game in the series, I don't need some of the stuff explained to me. You know, just explain to me what's unique about this game and how to do it. And that's it. I, I know how to fuse demons. I know how to catch demons. I don't need this, this stuff explained to me.
3: Yeah. The problem me, is, of course, is skip that, it. you know, they, they can't make the assumption that you know.
1: Yeah, I know. But they need to give you the option to skip it.
3: Oh, yeah, Totally. Yep, I I I don't disagree there. It can get very frustrating, um, but once you're through it all, yeah, it, the game's fantastic. So I have a, a five star um, Jack Frost. I have a Woo! five star Pixie. Yeah. I have a four star Pyro Jack. So I have a, my Jack Bros going. Um, what is that noise?
0: I um, that's Pokemon Go coming out of wow my headphones in the kitchen how in the world that are those was that really loud, loud. that should wow. be those are the ones that are meant to be played through the ear through the through the bone conduction all
3: right um man so... i
0: shouldn't open fire emblem and have those connected that'd be
3: bad fire emblem heroes yeah, i'm gonna try that now okay. um I'm sorry to anybody who's listening to this podcast on their Yeah, why headphones. did you do that,
0: Anna? That's terrible.
3: Because it's well, true to form. They're awake now, at the very least. Yes, yes. Anybody who is napping is not napping anymore. Um, so, yeah, I'm like player level 40-something. Hang on. Let me open up the game. Oh, I'm in the middle of something.
0: Does it really matter?
3: Yeah, I'm really high. I'm like D240-something. I
4: have 5 stars. Can you explain to me the five-starring?
0: Is it like most gotcha games where investing in a low-tier character to make a five-star isn't worth it?
3: So what they've done to sort of bolster the low-level characters is... um, Three different things. One, drinking them up does make a difference. Like a two-star Jack Frost is identifiably better than a one-star Jack Frost. Okay. Um, two, you can awaken um, a...
0: I do that every morning.
3: You can awaken a demon. And it's much easier to awaken low-tier demons than it is to awaken high-tier demons. And it gives the same basic bonuses no matter what. Okay. No matter what tier you originally started at. Um and then the third thing is is you can you can um, transfer abilities and you can level up abilities. So for example, Jack Frost starts with Bufu. Um, but there's a lot of one and two star demons that also have Bufu. So I have actually maxed out my Bufu. It's like rank seven, I think. Um and my Bufu is better than um the boufolah that I have on somebody else that I haven't leveled up.
0: okay, So how are you transferring?
3: um it's it's part of pandemonium.
0: No, no, I mean, so what are you what is your plan to make use of that transfer?
3: I've already oh, so every demon has two anywhere from one to three transferable slots. And so that's how you sort of make each demon unique. So for example, um, one of my guys was super weak to electricity, and a lot of things have electricity attacks, so I transferred resist elect was it a resist elect a null elect from a demon that I didn't plan on using at all onto that so even though my my particular demon is supposed to be weak to electric, now it's not okay, cool, yeah. All right. So in terms of um, Jack Frost, I put um, Mazan on him because there are a lot of things that cast ice that are weak to wind.
0: So then what it. Okay, uh, but what is the. uh, But if you took like a five star demon who came a five star, Mm -hmm. would he have better stats or something than your five star Jack Frost?
3: I don't know.
0: Okay. That's fine. Never mind then.
3: But I mean, you could make one stars viable. Cool. Is kind of the the long and short of it. And that's something that we talked about at the interview. So you told us about your bufu.
0: You told us about your bufu. What about your waifu?
3: Um, Templar Dragon is my waifu. Oh, really? Okay. No. (laughs) The, uh... So within the game... Is your
0: Jack Frost in the top percentage of all Jack Frost? It is in the top percentage okay, good. of all Jack Frost. <laughs> That's, good. That's important. Um, okay. the game, can you call me about that later?
3: <laughs> the game does have a, an alignment system. So as you go through the storyline, and you can replay episodes and change your answers. Um, some answers are lawful, some are neutral, some are chaotic. And so I'm not exactly sure what your alignment does because I don't think the game ever explains it to you. Um, but yeah You have an alignment I don't know what it does Also Os is the best uh, Demon even though this video Seems to be um, Zooming in on his loincloth
0: I don't know how his loincloth stays on
3: Um, It's a plate
0: No let me rephrase that I don't want to know how his loincloth Stays on <laughs>
3: Yes. Um, The cool thing with Ose, and it's the favorite... Ose. Ose. Sorry, right. Um, It's the favorite of the guy who actually makes the game. He's the director of the global version. Ose is his favorite um, demon.
0: We actually sat down and talked with him at PAX. Yes. He told us about how he wanted to make it so people could level up their favorite demons rather than worrying about drawing the Five stars and yeah. you have a play with those. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah.
3: So, I mean, like, my five-star Jack Frost with a maxed-out Bufu spell is super viable. Like, I PvP with him in, like, high-level leagues. So,
0: you have to put time into it, but it's really cool that you can play with your favorites. Yes. His favorite is Ose. Yes. Because he put a lot of time into making it, I guess.
3: Well, I mean, here's the thing is, it's really easy to draw. It's really easy to get because it's just a three-star. Um, it's one of the highest value three stars that you can get. And it comes, um, the skill you get when you awaken it is null fizz. Phys. Null Wait. physical.
0: Oh, okay. Seems useful.
1: Which does. incredibly seem, useful. Yeah, uh, that's like one of the more broken abilities, that and drain physical. Yep. So, uh, inquiring minds want to know is Mara going to make an, appen- an Mara appearance? Mara is or? in the game.
3: Yep okay i asked him if it was in the game yeah. he said he was he said surprised at how loves... he said he was surprised at how um popular mara was in the global version everyone loves mara <laughs> uh, so, you know since
1: the trend of the week is comparing our president's uh, nether regions to video game characters i figured it was appropriate okay i'm gonna need to
0: follow up with you after the show about that because i didn't know that was a trend of the week Um, But I don't want to learn about it here.
3: Yeah, (laughs) we'll skip the politics. Okay. Um, And so, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, Yeah, just lots of Final Fantasy IV, lots of phone games, a little bit of WoW. And um, I don't know how much um, Lydie and Sewell that I've actually played because the timer doesn't properly sleep when you turn the switch off.
1: Oh, lovely.
3: So, uh, yeah, my timer is at 700 hours or whatever. Because I've been playing it for, you know, three weeks, four weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's everything that I've been playing. No. What'd you play, PAX? Oh, goodness. Uh, hang on. Let me get my book.
0: Uh. Oh, my gosh, guys. I logged into Fire Emblem Heroes. They gave me a deluge of presents. They're like, oh, we haven't seen you in forever. We got worried about you. Like, they're giving you the Animal Crossing greeting. Like, oh my gosh, everything's in chaos here. We need you back. Um, Here, have a bunch of orbs.
2: (laughs) The the hours thing is like a common issue on Switch. I've had that happen. I know it happened on Mercenary Saga Chronicles. And I think there was even another game where that happened. And I've heard about it with a couple others. So it's obviously some sort of problem.
3: You have to program for it. Yeah. Um, no, no, because early versions of Light hope put that problem, too. Um, all right. Wow, Chris, that is loud.
0: I'm very disappointed. That wasn't as loud as I thought it would be. Okay. Let's try it again.
3: Um, I played Indivisible, which is like an action combat game um, where all of your people are... It's like Valkyria, Valkyrie Profile where all of your characters are assigned a key. That
0: was a guy.
3: So like square and triangle. Um, But you can modify what ability they're they're going to use by holding either up or down. Um, um, It's all like an open world um, sort of platformer when you're not in combat and you have to find stones to power up your abilities. Um, You recruit various characters. I'm met a shaman called Rosmi, who is always trying to trick the main character um, I did a quest for ginseng and honey who are two botanists that join your party they're not combat characters they're um, support characters um, and yeah it was kind of like run around press a lot of buttons and then my 15 minutes were up so that's coming out the first half of 2019 on Xbox One, PS4 Switch and Steam um, I got to see a little bit of the God Wars Complete Legend. Um, he showed me kind of the labyrinth of Yomi, but I don't want to get too much into that because it's kind of spoilery. Um, we played Metal Maxino, um, which has really crazy monsters. Um, we we fought a squid with a tuba on its head. Um,
1: squid tuba.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Um, holy crap, that's loud, Chris. Yeah,
4: find
3: it. <laughs> it sounds like it's in here. All right, so Chris is oh, running. It is. <laughs> Chris is
4: running around and I know his why it his headphones.
0: So it had the bone conduction headphones, were on the side of an empty cardboard box which acted as a sound resonance chamber to make it bigger. That's really cool. That's physics.
3: Um, so in Metal Max, you know, you're not limited um, in characters that are attached to tanks. So like in a lot of games, it's like tank A is attached to character A. Um, and this, any um, pilot can be in any tank. Um, it's turn-based ca- combat. Um, each character does come with a tank, um, but there are lots of tank parts that you find and you can construct new tanks Um, it's random encounters when you're um, on foot inside of dungeons but in the overworld when you're inside the tank it is visible enemies Um, when you die and I did because the demo wasn't properly set up um, you get evacuated to your main base which is called Iron Base um, there is a big overworld for tanks to explore. Um, and it has not only tank pieces, but uh, lots of other treasures. And there are big bosses called Noah's, N-O-A, which is not Nintendo of America. Um, and you get you get paid to kill Noah's. Um, yeah, there's six pilots that I got to play with, but I think there's more in the final game. And that's coming out really soon. Um, and then I played um, Star Renegades. Um, which they called 4R instead of 4X. Because um, it's a mashup of several genres. It's RPG-ish, RTS-ish, 4X-ish. Um, Combat has the Grandia style meter that will show who will go when. And sort of uh, the strategy that you have to always pay attention to is interrupting or guarding against big attacks. Um, you travel on a map between nodes, um, and you can run into events like taking loot or reducing a boss's level. Um, on every map, there are mini dungeons that you can explore. Um, so I like went into an Imperial facility, and when I... Um, got into there, it triggered a side mission. Um, if you fail that side mission, it so I had the choice between um destroying the place or um exploring it and emptying it out. Um, if I explored it and emptied it out, I technically failed the mission because the mission was to blow it up. Um, but exploring it and totally clearing it out actually makes exploring the rest of the map easier. So you have to decide whether you're going to finish the mission or make your life easier. And there's sort of lots of sort of little decisions like that. Um, Also in terms of decisions is you get a pool of experience and then you choose who to level up out of that pool. So that was really interesting. I think it's PC only. Um, and I don't think they had a release date quite yet. And it was cool because as we were playing, Patrick Klepik walked up and watched me fail. <laughs> so. Um, and then, yeah, we sat down with the global producer for Shimegami SMT DX2. Um, so we have an interview that I need to um, transcribe. So. The interesting, the one interesting thing that we talked about um, is how do they balance between the paying player and the free player? Um, And they actually said it was a little more challenging than they initially thought it was going to be. Because Japanese players and global players have two different um, sets of wants and needs. Um, And basically, it boiled down to um, in Japan, when players pay for stuff, they pay for more gacha. So they pay for more demon draws and they pay for more um, things that level up a demon. Um, Whereas in the global version, um, the things that people pay for is saving time. So they I can pay, see that. Yeah, so they pay for things that level up their demons faster because you can get, like, uh, EXP books and talk books. Um, you can get stamina refills. So that is sort of, like, the thing that the global players focus on more, whereas the Japanese players don't really like those items. The Japanese players focus a lot more on pulling demons. So they sort of have to look at each Um, region a little differently when they balance for free players versus paid players. Um, And then we went over and played Grandia 2. Um, And so there... I've never played Grandia 2 because I bounced off the first one. Um, And so basically when you get into combat, which is what we mostly focused on in the demo, um, there's like a big area that you're in. But there's limited movement in each turn, um, which is cool because um, you can actually kite enemies away from sort of the rest of the pack. But the downside is, is you can run out of room to chase after an enemy that you want to attack. Um, And so there's a meter at the bottom right that tells you who's going to go when. And once the enemy has activated an ability, they're sort of in this like... um, Part of the meter sits kind of between calm and attack, COM, command, and attack, ATK. Uh, if you hit an enemy while they're in that space between calm and attack, um, you will actually cancel what they're doing.
1: Uh, yeah, that's how the Grandia series has always been, and I've always found it to be kind of a nice um, alternative to your standard ATB.
3: So when you um, defeat enemies, you get SC, special coins, and MC, magic coins. Um, Special coins, level up abilities, and magic coins, surprisingly, level up magic. Um, Skills come from books, and magic comes from eggs. And you can mix and match what skill books and eggs you equip on characters. Um, Particularly since different characters join and leave as the story progresses. Um, you're always uh, ha- going to have a maximum of four party members. Um, the game is going to be 19.99 when it comes to Steam. No, it's out now, and is 19.99 on Steam. They don't have a price for the the Switch version yet. Um, the cool thing was is I got to play with one of the eggs that I had on my characters. Um, so I spent magic coins to level up. Um, like a basic Earth ability, and then I got a better Earth ability called Tremor. And so as I was leveling up Tremor, it actually unlocked other new abilities on the book as well. So that was really cool. That's a neat system. It's like the further you invest into a book, the better it gets. Not just in what each individual skill does, but the fact that you unlock more skills.
1: Now, if if I recall, it's. Been... Well, since I played both Grandia games, don't the abilities also have, like, AOE effects? Like, they can affect in a cone or a circle or a line?
3: Yeah. So some of them were a circle, some of them were a cone, and then some of them were, like, a square. Okay. Um, And then we went and played Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. So this is the second game in the Rebel Galaxy series. So many, many moons ago, um, like, three people from Runic Games split off. And they made Rebel Galaxy, which is a super old school spacey game um, where you can't fly up or down, which is weird because you're in space. So Rebel Galaxy Outlaw is sort of like the RPG take on that sort of rigid space exploration shootery game. Um, so you can radio and talk to other pilots which is fun because you can say nice things. NPC pilots, Um, which is nice because um, you can say nice things to them um, or you can, like, jeer at them or threaten them. And your character, you're in first-person mode, so you're looking straight at the panel, but you can see your hands as you use them. And so one of the times that I sent out a very nasty um, threat to one of the... Um, space pirates that was flying around. My character put both their hands up in a flip the bird motion. Hmm. It was really funny. Um, So you're sort of a bounty hunter. So you have a visible star meter. Um, So if you have a blue star and you can have a maximum of one, you are on the good side of the cops. And if you're on, if you're buddy, buddy with the cops, they might let um, minor infractions slide. However, um, if you have a red star, and you can have a maximum of three red stars, you are on the bad side of cops, and they will chase you. And in fact, um, police ships have little red and blue bubbles on them. You can hear sirens in space. They know that's dumb. They're going to do it anyways. <laughs> because it's sirens in space. Um, and I got to chase a ship that had contraband in it. It was carrying Narco-Cola. Which is apparently a thing from the first game. Um, So two things that they're doing that kind of set the games apart is they have a photo mode. And it's got tons of filters on it. So you can make some really pretty pictures. Um, I know you could do that in Spider-Man too. But Spider-Man wasn't out at the time that I played this. Um, The other thing that you can do is there is like Photoshop inside the game. Not actual Photoshop, but they have rebuilt basically a full fledged Photoshop tool inside the game. And so you can completely customize your ship. You can paint the exteriors. You can add, um, what is is it, decals? No, you yell at me when I call it that. Decals? Decals. Yeah, that's it. Um, you can totally pimp out your ship. And the cool thing is, not only can you pimp your ride, but you can actually send it to um another company that does um 3D printing.
0: Yeah, same people do it for WoW.
3: Yeah, the people that do all the really, really nice like five hundred dollar plus um WoW figurines. You can send your ship to them and they will email you back a quote for how much it will cost for them to three D print your ship. And then they will three D print your ship. Yay. Um Yeah, so um, in terms of the fact that it's a a space sim, um, you decide what sort of level of confidence you have in your space flying abilities. So um, you can choose casual, normal, sim, and old school. And if you're an old school, there's no flight assist, there's no aim assist, it's first person only. It is like a hardcore old school space flying sim. Except you can go up and down. That apparently was a big deal. It came up in conversation a lot. Um, If you're like me, and a dirty, dirty casual, you can basically lock onto something and hold L2, and it will always point your ship towards that target. So no more like, ah, what am I flying towards? Where am I going? Ah." (laughs) That's how I would have to do it. Yep. So,
1: yeah.
0: This L2 feature is an amazing thing, and I think all flight sims should have it. It's, it, it's kind of a filthy casual feature in one regard, but it's also like if you've ever gone back to play like X-Wing and TIE Fighter and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm spending half of my gameplay time spinning the screen around trying to find the target I need to attack and then trying to keep it in my sights long enough and then it's more spinning the screen around. This is just to help eliminate that process. And what it does is you hold that button down and it, it spins this ship for you to try and center it around you uh, to get it to get it close to being centered in your sights. You still have to do the final lining up and taking your shots. It's just meant to kind of be like Z targeting, but for space Sims. And I think it's amazing. And I think other games are going to steal it.
1: I hope they do. Cause that's the, that's the number one reason why I don't really like uh, space fighters all that much. That's why I, I always tend to prefer Star Fox because you know, it's, it's Star Fox is basically a shoot em up in space or a first person shoot yeah. em up.
3: So uh, the the other neat thing that I like about it, and it probably makes me a filthy casual, is you can save anywhere in this game. Um, so the idea with the game, because you're in a story campaign, is to stay with an individual ship for a fair amount of time. And so your ship levels up. Um, you get parts that go with your ship and on your ship, um, but they can be repaired. And shooting doesn't damage them. Getting shot does. So if you're good or you're playing on easy when you're talented, um, you can actually stick with parts for a significantly long amount of time. Um, Everything on your ship takes a slot. So you have to kind of decide whether you want lots of mining lasers. Do you want... Uh, Lots of weapons. Do you want, you know, plating? What do you want your ship to be? Um, There's also um, seven radio channels that you can listen to. Um, There are ads on each channel. There are DJs on each channel. And there's 21 hours of radio audio already, uh, like, recorded for the game. Like so, what
1: kind of st- is there is there like a rock station and a rap station or yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, so it's it's different styles of music um in a space opera, um so what we did while we were playing is we were going after a bounty, um but we actually accidentally shot the space gas station, so oh, then the cops got involved, and it was just a mess um so it's it coming an accident. It's coming to. They didn't care, so it's coming twenty nineteen to PC, PS4, and Switch. Um, and then we played The Good Life, which is a game
2: that, um, that's Swery's new game.
3: Yeah, so it's a game that at night everybody turns into a cat or a dog, depending on if you're playing cat mode or dog mode. So
0: we talked about this last week or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I just mentioned kind of that none of that's in the game yet. Yeah, we just got to do some fetch quests or some picture quests.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you, the main character is a photographer. So everything is modeled around taking photos. And so the first guy that I went to, he was sad because he had to sell his red truck, his lorry. Um, and so the lorry is actually driving around the block. Um, the problem is, is if it's driving, you can't get a good picture of it. So I picked up a garden gnome from someone's garden and stuck it in the middle of the road. (laughs) And then the truck stopped driving, and I took a picture.
2: They they talked about that, like, you're going to be able to upgrade your camera. Like, if you had a uh, late-game camera that has, like, high ISO, you'd be able to take a clear photo of it, you know, even though it's in motion.
3: Yeah, yeah, I just had a poopy camera. Yeah. Um, The second quest that I went to, um, it was the Vicar um, is drunk all day. But he is he's like, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic. Um, So you're trying to get a picture of him getting drunk in the middle of the day. If you're too close to him, he hides his drink. So he's sitting at a table inside of the pub by the window and there's a cup of tea in front of him. And if you get too close to him, um, you can actually see that he's hiding his his beer mug under the table. But that doesn't get you the shot that you need. So what you have to do is um, you have to get the right distance outside so that you can take a clear picture of him through the window drinking. Um, So and then the third quest that I got was a guy who thinks that his sister is um, going around with a married man. And so you find these two people that they're just standing side by side looking very innocent. Um, but if you're far enough away, they start snogging. And so you have to take a picture of that. But you have to take the picture in a way that you can see her face fully. And I didn't manage to get a picture like that.
4: It just not the right angle.
3: Yeah. We're pretty sure that quest is, was broken in the demo. And then we went over to Disco Elysium.
0: That game was awesome.
3: That game was completely off my radar because I didn't like the art style at all but it take me like no time to get used to it. So when you start the game, um, you are unconscious after having a wicked three day bender. And so you have to like rise back into consciousness in your body and the decisions that you make in that sort of internal conversation um, changes a little bit about your character. So it starts to establish your character personality Um, The fun thing is, is when you wake up, you're naked and your clothes are everywhere. (laughs) I mean, you can put them on in any order. So I actually um, tried to leave my hotel room wearing pants, one shoe, a tie, and a jacket.
0: I think I made you go get your other shoe, You did.
3: You made me go get the shirt. Oh, the shirt. Yeah, the shoe was like through the window on the balcony. And I couldn't get to it. Um, So yeah, that was fun. You... um, And then while I was getting dressed, I looked in the mirror and I had various um, dialogue options. And then again, that helped me set up who my character was going to be. Because you're a cop in this sort of futuristic. I go future, sure, yeah. Dystopian world where it's sort of like uh, steampunk esque. Is that a good way to describe it, Chris? Uh,
0: I don't think steampunk is appropriate, no. Okay. It's like 70s right. plus the future.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, my outfit is is, is on point disco. Um, and so I went out of my room, and because of the choices that I had made for my character, I was not um, very good at speaking. And so I tried to seduce the hooker that was in the hallway, and she laughed at me.
0: This was the game, uh, if you remember, Kelly, I was talking about where if you level your skills too high... Um, they trigger oh often. yeah, yeah. They trigger yeah, what? They trigger they trigger when you don't want them to, like during conversation. Yes. <laughs>
3: um. So the so one of the things that we were talking about with the devs is, um, you can attempt to go for sort of a hidden class that's the superstar, and if you do enough superstar dialogue, you unlock karaoke in the game. Lovely. Ooh. Yes. Um, and so the funny thing is, is, um, I asked her for a smoke. I didn't have to do that. Um, but because I did, my brain was like, oh yeah, you're a smoker. You need nicotine. And so I got a, I got a side quest that I couldn't drop. That was go smoke and you'll get a bonus. Find some cigarettes, smoke one. You'll get a bonus. Um, the problem was, is I had no money and the police station wouldn't send me anymore because I was going to drink it all away. Except I'd done a lot of damage to the room, and I hadn't paid my rent. So they were like, "You have twenty four hours to get the money. You you need to pay me back." Um, and so I went outside and talked to an war, old war vet out of a medal. I was very proud of myself. You deserved a medal. I deserved a medal. I was going to give him that medal for some of the some of the scratch. Um, even better is. Um, so part of the setup of the story that you're investigating is there is a strike down on the docks. And so I don't remember if it was the dock workers or the lorry drivers, the truck drivers, it's English, um, that were on strike. Somebody's on strike. And so there's a bunch of, uh, truck drivers that are just hanging out. And so I started talking to one of them and it was like, um, his language was very coded. And so I eventually just came out and said to him, you're a racist, aren't you? And, and he's like, I'm not just a racist. I've read books.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see.
3: And even better is his actual NPC name changed from lorry Driver to Racist Lori Driver. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so good. This game has so many little neat things about it. Um, and then I went around unlocking more sort of optional quests by, um, what was the button that you held down? Um, you, you press tab to highlight all the objects around you. And so I found a a bottle of alcohol. And so it was like, Hey, you really need some booze, optional side quest, find a drink. And so I found, I looked at my shoe up on the balcony. It was like, you should go get your shoe back. And so that was a quest as well.
0: The quest for the missing shoe.
3: <laughs> and I really wanted to keep playing, but they were like, you have to get off. And I was just like. Urgh. "Um." So I went and made myself feel better by playing Boyfriend Dungeon. Well, how's that? It's good. So um, you have a cell phone and you get text messages from all the various characters. And that lets you decide what you're going to do for the day. So I had the choice of going with the Dagger Girl or with Sunder, who's the, um, the exotic sword. Um, the Talwar? Okay, thank you. Because that's what I
1: thought his name was. Because he's the one that's going to be my husbando.
3: Yeah, so game. they have a name and then they transform into a weapon. So his name was Sunder. Um, and so I decided to go on a date event with Sunder and I went to his club that he owns and like, he stepped away for a minute and then the, uh, club, the girl that owns the club with him totally warned me away from him. And so you have lots of dialogue options so you can get super offended, you can blow her off or you can flirt with her. So it was like one of the options was like, I'm way more interested in you than him. So it was sort of really interesting, and yeah, when you start the game, um, you choose your avatar. Um, there was some pre-programmed ones, so I don't know if it's a one you can totally customize. And then you choose um, your pronouns and what genders you're interested in. That part may be gone. It might just be you change your, your, your you designate your pronouns. So that was sort of an interesting little touch, um, and then. I took Sunder and I ran down into the dungeon. Um, dungeon crawling feels really fluid. I was actually kind of worried that it was going to be sucky, but it no, it was fantastic. Um, and so, there's a really great map system. It's very Diablo-esque. Um, you can change weapons between floors. Um, I was playing with a controller. So you can do various swings with various um, combinations of X and Y. Some of them are single buttons. Some of them are both buttons, back and forth. Um, And each weapon plays super, super differently. Um, So I switched to Valerie, the dagger for one of the floors, um, as opposed to the tower. And all of her moves are, like, super short moves with dodge finishers or, like, throwing weapons and stuff like that. Um, The music is really good. And then I died. So they kicked me off. So that's coming to PC Max Linux. So we basically went back to the hotel and immediately backed it. Um, And then we played... This is Torchlight Frontiers. So, the dev team for Torchlight Frontiers includes members from Diablo 2, Hellgate London, um, some Runic staff, and before Runic closed, they consulted on the game. Um, Matt Ullman is back to do the music. Um, So, I played a Forged, which is a robot that was made by the dwarves and becomes sentient. Um, You can dress up your robot so when you put on new armor it changes the different parts of the robots um, some of the things that you can get are completely cosmetic so for example you can put a trash can lid on your robot, it doesn't do anything it's just <laughs> cool um, there is a day night cycle and the lighting for those was surprisingly good for a game that's still in development Like I, I felt it was day and night um and depending on what enemy or depending on what area that you're in, you'll have different enemies um, in each um, section. So the the part that I was in, if it was daytime, there were goblins. If it was nighttime, there were undead. Um, the game is going to have a mix of both public and private areas. Um, in public areas, the mobs respawn after you kill them, but in private areas, they don't. Um The combat felt like torchlight. It run around, smack stuff. They disgorge loot. Um, the crafting system has trees and like uh, metal deposits, and you harvest only in areas that have mobs, both public and private um so the the way that the forged works is that it has fast melee attacks, slower ranged attacks. And the idea is, as you're building up heat. Once your heat has peaked, you can no longer do regular attacks. You can only do special attacks. Um, So the one that I was using the most was like this big old area of effect attack when I maxed out my heat. Um, Pets are back because it's torchlight. Um, The pets that they specifically mentioned to us are alpaca, Retriever, Dog, Owl with more coming. Um, There is player housing um, that works sort of like um, garrisons in World of Warcraft, so it's not like Final Fantasy XIV where there's a finite amount of housing. Um, The cool thing is is as you move through areas, sometimes someone's house will spawn in that area, so you'll see like RPG's house. Um. And then, who played the Dusk Mage? Was it you or Noodle?
0: Uh, describe it.
3: There were light and dark skills, and you had to balance between the two. I
0: don't remember. Oh, 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 that in... Yeah, that was Noodle.
3: Okay. Yeah. And so, um, the, the interesting thing about the Dusk Mage is, even though it's a kind of glass cannon, and you have to stay away from things, um, one of the abilities that it has is, like, this f- circle that it puts on the ground. And if you stay within the circle, um, you get a boost. And in fact, the more people that stand in the circle, the more effective it is. So it's a really cool multiplayer aspect. Um, So you have to kind of decide, all right, do I stay in the circle or do I run away? Um, So there's no character levels. You level off of your gear instead. And zones can be adjusted. Um to your, to your uh, equipment level. So you'll never go back to like the first zone that you were in and just kind of like thwack everything. It will adjust your gear down to an appropriate level for that zone. Um, so that's coming to PC in 2019 with um, console releases afterwards on Xbox and PS4. And I said Switch. And they kind of didn't want to meet my eyes, <laughs> so I assume yes after they get it working. Um, and then we went and played Akthun Cthulhu. Yes, Akthun Cthulhu Tactics, um, which is coming to Steam October. They just announced the release date for Steam. <sighs>
0: October 4th, I think.
3: Yeah. Um, With PS4, Xbox One, and Switch coming afterwards. Um, So this is a strategy RPG um, that has a fog of war. And so the premise of the game is, um, what if the Nazis had found the old ones? Nobody? What if? Okay. Okay. What if indeed? Um, so they. It's sort of interesting because the Nazis were actually super obsessed with the occult. And so I love kind of these games that play off of that idea. Operation Darkness did it too. Right? Mm-hmm. There was a vampire. And the alleys were werewolves. Too bad the game sucked. But, anyways. Um, So this is a strategy RPG that has a fog of war. And because a lot of the enemies are like in tune with the old ones or occult in some fashion themselves, um, enemies really like the fog of war. If they're inside the fog of war, um, they get bonuses. Um, And of course, because the allies are fighting against the... Nazis with crazy abilities the Allies also have been dabbling in things they probably shouldn't have been Um, and so one of your soldiers Singh has um, the ability to spit out a super scary miasma and so if he gets surrounded he basically poops gas out around him and it's um, the same stuff that the fog of war is made of and so it hurts everything um, there is another lady, Ariane, um, that Ariana she, Grande. No, Ariana. She's got no
0: tears left to cry.
3: Ariana Dubois.
0: Oh, okay. That's different.
3: Um, and she is like psychically connected to a demon bat and that demon bat can suck the life out of things and terrify things. Um, so a lot sort of like these strategy RPGs, it has both cover and overwatch. Um, it has primary and secondary weapons. Um, some of the people have technology that's equivalent to the supernatural abilities. Um, so the problem is, is I'm so bad at these games. So I kind of crawled forward a little bit and shot things and crawled forward a little bit and shot things and. I didn't consider it particularly exciting, so I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, But yeah, it's taken from the tabletop RPG, Akatung Cthulhu. So if you've played the tabletop game, the characters and the mechanics will be super familiar to you, but no knowledge of the tabletop game is needed because um, one of the things that they're doing is on their Steam page... They have released the backstories for all of the various characters. Um, and then I went and played Get in the Car, Loser.
2: Ooh, how is this?
3: <laughs> um, so it's a summer car ride to defeat the ultimate evil. Um, the machine devil will steal... It's seal... a lesbian road trip. No, it doesn't have to be. Okay. Um, the machine devil was sealed away I thought that's what it was. a thousand years what is ago, <laughs> um, but the machine devil's coming back now, and that's causing monsters to appear.
2: Oh, okay.
3: And so the two girl main characters are classmates from the magical academy, and one of them steals the sword of fate and then jumps into a car, and you get dragged along with her. And um, the girl who stole the sword, her boyfriend is driving the car. And again, it's Valkyrie profile-esque where you have people that are designated each of a a button. So one person was square, one person was X, one person was triangle. And so the idea is, is you have plates that, ha- that each have one attack for every character. And you can actually flip through the various plates um, to get oh. to different things things that you want to do. So if you want to heal, you flip through the plates until you find the healing ability. Um, If you want to stun the enemy, you can flip through your plates until you find the stun ability. Um, And you have to sort of balance between using the abilities on a plate versus flipping to the new one. And it's really hard to describe, but it makes total sense when you see it in action. And there's a really good tutorial for... That teaches it to you, so I appreciated that. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, there's abilities that um, like stun enemies, and enemies that become stunned take additional damage, which was cool because there's some enemies that are super um, armored. And ah,
2: so you're trying to stun them? Yeah, you need to, them yeah, so you you need to stagger out. them so
3: that you can do actual damage to them. Um, and so. You know, once once you kind of started going through the tutorials, they're like, "All right, we're going to drive to X," and I can't, I didn't write down where X was, and the girl cries, but that's like two thousand kilometers away. And so, as you drive, there are three lanes on the highway, and there is an indicator in which lane will get what will happen in each lane as you keep driving. So, some of them will be story encounters, some of them will be enemy encounters, some of them will be Various things, and so you have conversations while you're driving. Um, and so your answers fall into one of a maximum of six categories, and so your answers can be flustered, dramatic, heroic, Sam-like, sincere, or rowdy. Sam is the character that you sort of play. Um, and so uh, there was a situation. Where it was like, hey, the boyfriend asks, hey, how did you guys meet? And the options are like, we were in a study group together. We, we don't really know each other. We're just in the same class. I tried to ask her out. Um, you know, sort of all over the board. And the interesting thing is, is some of those conversations come back up later in the game. So your answers do matter.
2: Ah, cool.
3: Um, and the game is coming to PC Mac this year, they hope. Um, And then I went over and I tried this game called Summoner's Fate. And so he calls it a fantasy RPG meets deck building. And the cool thing is, is it's like a top down. And you are sort of the god of the world. And so characters actually look up into the screen at you. And so that top down thing plays a big role. Um, there's over 200 playable units, animals, elementals, orcs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And the game is episodic. So he's going to come out with the first part first and then more are going to come. Um, the cool thing is you can play the game in terms of um, the mobile version in any direction. So you can flip the iPad over... Um, There's a left-handed control option. You can play in Portrait and Landscape. Um, And so you basically... I was playing on the iPad. It's also going to be available on Steam. Um, But it has drag drag and drop mechanics.
0: Drag and drop?
3: Yes. So each unit gets one order per turn. And that is either attack, move, or attack and move in one decision. So you have to be pretty sure of what you're doing. Um, units can counter, except when they're being backstabbed. And assassins love attacking from behind. Um, and so the cool thing that sort of sets this apart from other TRPGs is you have a deck. Um, these cards are spells and ability abilities. You generate three mana per turn with a maximum of five stored. And you can hold a maximum of three cards at the end of your turn. If you have more than that, you throw some of them away. Um, The thing that I thought was really nifty is the environments can be changed by spells. So, for example, I threw a fireball at a guy, and he was standing in front of a tree. And not only did I nuke him, but I nuked the tree. Um, And you can synergize sort of the environments with cards. So on one of the maps that I was playing on, it was a bunch of really hard enemies, but all of the walls were made of thorns, so I used a card that pushed all of the enemies one square back, and it pushed them into the thorns and killed most of them. Um, So there's no levels in the game, but there are money, cards, and stat boosts. Um, and the gold you get is used to buy more cards. So your character strength is based on your deck strength. And you can customize even within the same character. So the character that I was playing, um, as I was leveling up, I was getting cards that either boosted um, my bunnies, because I had a, a rabbit staff. Spawn- yeah, so I had a rabbit spawning staff. And so the cards that I got, I could either... Um, use I could either choose cards that would sort of boost my ability to bunny up or I could choose cards that were straight up magic spells. so I could be a magic caster or I could be a bunny hoarder. And so I've I choose, heard that about you
0: hoarding those bunnies.
3: Yeah, so i I chose to be a bunny hoarder and so um, I had lots of bunnies that ran around on the screen during my turn and I could buff them. And they would be like wear bunnies, or I could what put armor on them. This is um summoner's fate. All right. So there's also a hardcore mode which has permadeath, um, and you can gain human allies, um, and they move on the same turn as you. So he's shooting for Q1 2019 um, with cross-platform multiplayer. So. At the moment, I believe it's an early access on Steam, and uh, he also has players that are testing it on iOS and Android.
0: Is it on early access, or is it like a Kickstarter thing or something? I he called it early access. Oh, he did.
3: Okay. So whether that's just a no, you're right. Terminology yeah, it, it, no, or... no,
0: you're right. It's it's on early access. Okay. Sorry.
3: Um, and then we tried Necro Barista.
0: Necrobarista. barista that one looked weird
3: yeah so it's a visual novel more than an rpg um but the idea is is as you have conversations there are keywords that pop up and you can keep up to five keywords in any conversation and the result of the conversation depends on which five keywords that you keep So keywords are grouped into topics such as characters, locations, and concepts. Um, I ended up keeping scattered practice, bureaucracy, information, and band from my first conversation. um, Which gave me a magic word, a thought word, a talk word, and two Maddie words. Maddie is the main character. Um, And the words that you keep determine your path through the narrative. And you can get up to three different scenes depending on your keyword, sort of. So it's a very branching thing. Um, and the idea is is you are a necrobarista. You um, give the dearly departed their last cup of coffee before they go to wherever they're going to go because they're dead. Um, I think that's it. Yes. You did it, it all. Yes. Packs complete. Yeah. I need to write all these up. <laughs>
0: it's all right. I feel like people are falling asleep after that long list. Ooh, we got to wake them up. You wanted it. I, I asked for it. I asked for that. And I wanted it. I,
1: I will admit I was getting a little bit drowsy there. Not necessarily because of...
3: You guys being boring <laughs> or anything. It's like, yeah. Just it's been a long podcast. It's been a long
0: podcast <laughs> with strife and pain and, and agony and expensive laptop mistakes. Alright.
3: So TGS happened. TGS.
0: Uh PlayStation did a lineup of stuff. How did this
2: work? Um, let's see here. There's a Games thing.
0: Yeah. Um Gosh, they had a lot. So Project Awakening. Which is a fantasy sword and sealed sort of setting with, uh, it, what is that, Dark Soulsy? What would you call it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We have, uh, did they have a name? Yeah, Project Awakening. That's a name. Sure. They had a new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 with the Big Hero 6 stuff in it. They had um, a teaser from some new development studio called Studio Istolia for Square, Square Enix, which is run by former Tales series producer Hi- Hibeo Baba. Oh, Baba. Yeah. The uh, game is not officially titled yet, but is known as Project Prelude Rune. Um, Let's see. They had the the Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remaster showed up, and we'll talk more about that in a bit. Um, God Eater Three got a new trailer and a release date for Japan of December thirteenth. Ooh, and Project Judge. Holy cow! This is so exciting. Yeah, I saw this. This was interesting. So what if instead of Yakuza, the uh the people who make Yakuza made a Phoenix Wright game? <laughs> <laughs> Where Phoenix well, Wright runs around the city beating people up.
1: <laughs> this sounds very Japanese. Yeah.
2: Well, it's more like it, it, if you watch the trailers, you can tell they are just reusing the Yakuza 6 engine because yeah. it takes place in Kamarotra.
0: It's just y- Yakuza, but this time he's a lawyer.
2: <laughs> well, this time he's not a lawyer. He's he's a, he's a disgraced lawyer disgraced who's now lawyers. a PI. Well,
0: no, he becomes a lawyer. Lo- you see him pick up that attorney pin in the trailer. So, so I guess, guess he's going
3: to go back to being a lawyer. Yeah, but I hope so. It I sounds... hope there's a
0: courtroom mini game with QuickTime yeah it
3: sounds like the premise is is this was a super up-and-coming lawyer he got somebody off on charges that no one believed he would and then that guy proceeds to commit a very unforgivable crime
2: and yeah we don't and know basically said happened. he committed that earlier crime too
0: <laughs> so disgraced lawyer has to figure out what's going on years later of course He's down and out. He's in the gritty. He's a PI. So you have to do stealth mechanics and flying your drone around and taking pictures. And I'll be honest, a lot of the non-Yakuza game elements I saw worry me. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if they we'll... look
2: fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see how that stuff plays. Yeah, I hope. But I'm very just... excited to, for them to do something new.
0: Instead of racing uh, pocket cars, you're going to be racing drones. So that's something. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. So we'll see
0: how that goes. No word if you get to run a cabaret club. I'm assuming not.
2: But hopefully there will be some cabaret clubs to attend. Yeah, maybe. Uh,
0: Tales of Vesperia has an edition coming out where you can have that cute doggy who smokes a pipe on the cover of it.
3: Um, But the problem is, is despite there being new content to voice, Troy Baker doesn't come back and voice Yuri. No. So they found someone else. Um, yeah, it's really weird. It's I very am genuinely different.
1: surprised. Oh, I haven't. I mean, granted, I haven't looked at. Is the sounded like Matt Mercer
3: or probably not? No, because the whole thing is they didn't want to pay SAG rates.
1: Okay.
0: And then if you don't like the basic deluxe edition steel case with just the dog on it, they have two extremely crazy additions, uh, <laughs> One's $100 and comes with a keychain set of Yuri, Patty, and Flynn, that same metal case I talked about, an art book, a diorama stage display case, and uh, your physical copy of the game. And then in Europe, if you want to pay, well, this is actually cheaper, 65 pounds or 75 pounds on Switch. No, I guess that's more expensive. I don't know. You get that metal case, you get an art book, you get a four CD soundtrack, Europe wins again. A chibi character sticker set, a pin badge set, a collectible card set, premium edition box, and a physical copy of the game. So, uh, go get it from Europe, apparently. Or is there a different region on that? I don't know. Hmm. Gosh, yeah, I would totally import that. Man, just for the soundtrack. Okay, so, and then there's no Troy Baker in the new stuff, um, but he's still in the old stuff. So, you're going to see Yuri's voice change as you play through the game. That's kind of (laughs) weird. Um, over in the Pokemon world, they had a trailer come out where they're showing off new features added in Pokemon Let's Go. Um, and these, I don't think these are newly announced features. They're just kind of showing them in action.
3: Some uh, of them are new. Most of them, have, uh, okay, they've talked about before.
0: Uh, they also announced that you're going to get uh, new, unique moves as your relationship improves with your Pokemon. So <laughs> Pikachu gets Splishy Splash, a Water type move that can paralyze. Eevee can get sizzly slide, a fire type move that can cause burning.
4: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
0: And oh, I guess it's been so long. They announced that crazy uh, Switch bundle with the really ugly controllers. So yeah,
4: Chris
3: doesn't like the controllers. If you like
0: the mustard and mustard yellow and poop brown
3: um, <laughs> controllers? It's not poop brown. Eh, it's EV brown.
0: It's unhealthy poop brown. You're right. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, they're <laughs> on the side of that switch, and and then they have matching controllers for them, and it just looks awful.
3: Hey, remember how they delisted The Last Remnant on PC a few weeks ago? Yeah. Well, good news if you missed it, a remaster's coming.
0: Oh, that's why they <laughs> delisted it. Okay.
1: Yeah, but, I'm really annoyed at myself because I bu- bought the Steam version for ten bucks, and, and you're had not I known, I wouldn't have. get a free
0: upgrade well, either.
1: No, I no. wouldn't have bothered. Because it's, yeah. it's PS4. Well, what exactly
2: is the upgrade if you've got it on PC? It sounds like basically they're just taking the PC version well, and putting it on PS4. Oh, I don't know. Except except making it worse. The remastered version of the game
0: will feature all the improvements in the PC version, which has been delisted, including enhanced graphics, a turbo mode for combat, and a new game plus, and will also add high-speed field movement and extra slave slots. That's good.
3: Um, it's also Unreal 4 instead of Unreal 3.
0: Oh, they changed the engine, yep. so. So that's so why it. I'm presuming look good. that a new PC version will come out later. That has this new high-speed field movement and extra saves.
3: Spoilers: It's not going to be ten bucks.
0: It's twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks on the PS4, which is not bad, mm-hmm. and I would expect it to be twenty on the PC as well. Don't you yes,
3: think? but that's more than ten dollars. It Chris. is more
0: than ten dollars. You're right. You know, and I bet be you upset. won't get a free upgrade, but we'll see.
3: Nope. Um, oh, well. They announced God, Otter 3, God Eater 3 No, I like West. God Otter. God Otter.
4: <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, so it was in the Tokyo Game Show. Um, new trailer focuses on the story of the game, as well as revealing that the game is coming to North America and Europe in 2019. Um, so it's coming on PS4 and PC in Japan. No news. Yeah, yeah. So And it'll be both in North America as well
0: there's a new smartphone game coming everybody who's excited for tales of christoria
1: yeah after reading what the story was about i'm kind of curious about it
0: all right so it'll be free to play with in-game transactions it will not be connected to any other game in the series nor will it be an all-star game like tales of the Rays was um the game's protagonist is kanata Huga, and he is burdened with a, by an unspecified crime. And uh, Yusuke Tomizawa has taken over as main producer of the console Tales series, including Vesperia Definitive Edition and the Untitled Tales game. As you heard earlier, Baba went over to Square Enix Studio. So, I don't know anything more about Cristoria story, Kelly. So what else did you hear?
1: Um... I, I read about it this morning on your site. Oh, okay. Is there another? <laughs> <laughs> Was there another story, Dylan? Yeah, yeah there the were two below? stories.
0: Where's the other one? Oh. I don't mm. know where it is. Oh, extra info. Here we go. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um. So basically, everybody in this world has a c- camera attached to them where their camera feed is um, hooked into a church. Mm-hmm and that you know that they're, they're basically like watching whatever you do and can judge you for crimes that you do that are unholy
4: mm.
1: and that's what your care and your character gets burdened with a crime that he didn't commit
0: and if you do if you are guilty you get a mark of sin engraved yes.
2: on you okay all right interesting sounding premise yeah you get yeah, falsely
0: accused, and I guess they mark your hand, and it hurts. And I don't know. Whatever. It's
1: uh, it's, it's very 1984 meets the uh, Scarlet Letter. Mm. Sounds like.
0: Yeah, that's that does seem accurate. All right. So maybe maybe a Tails game on mobile people will care about. Maybe, but we all know what happened with that last cinematic free to play game based on a popular role playing game series final fantasy mobius how's that doing for you anna
3: um i've never played it
0: yes you did that was the one with the up with the moogle that they kill off and you're oh, very sad about yeah
3: there, there wasn't enough content at the start, so now there's more content, and and you
0: stop playing it.
3: Yeah, but it was like three or four months before they came on. It's almost like "Um, like you need
0: to have the whole story experience available um, up front, and trickling it out doesn't keep people going or something. I don't know.
3: The problem was is that it didn't trickle out.
0: (laughs) Okay, very slowly. (laughs) Dripped. All
4: right.
0: What What's slower than a trickle?
4: Um, Or
0: blorp did you say blorp maybe blorp they blurped it out <laughs> fairy fencer f advent dark force is being blurped onto switch this fall uh, idea factory international will be publishing the north american release Ghostlight's doing it in europe it'll be 40 bucks on the switch and include all of the pieces of dlc from the ps4 release
3: hey we had a nintendo direct
0: Hey, what oh, was on did.
3: It? all the Final Fantasy games. All the
0: final not you. Not you, Final hey. Fantasy
4: VIII.
3: <laughs> yeah, not you. So um they showed Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Story, plus Bowser Jr.'s Journey, um, Yokai Blasters, um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, um, Diablo 3, and then um Game Freak is doing a game for Nintendo Switch called Town. Um, I don't think we have like... to worry
2: about that one keeping that name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're going. I don't think you can trademark town.
0: It looks like half. Actually, it looks like um, Rune 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 Factory, right? Yeah.
3: Because
0: you're fighting monsters and farming, or yeah. building a village. At least we don't know yeah. if you're farming or not.
3: Um, they reminded everybody that the world ends with Fauna Remix comes out on October 12th. Um, they also talked about Torna of the Golden Country, um, and then. Like, Square Enix showed up and dumped all the things onto the Switch. And a so, Final Fantasy bomb. Yeah, so Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. So, Bucket Party HD. Yay. Um, Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition HD. Um, World of Final Fantasy Maxima, um, which is sort of like a... a beefed up version of World of Final Fantasy. If you have the PS4 version, you can purchase the maxima upgrade. If you have the Vita version S.O.L. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why
4: have yeah. the
3: Vita version? So yeah. we have
0: both for some reason. Yeah. Um, and they are crossplay, right?
3: They're cross save.
0: Cross save. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work with Maxima.
3: I don't think, think that'll break be that, won't it? Yeah. Um, and then they also announced um Chocobo's Mysterious Dungeon, everybody! Spelled E-V-E-R-Y-B-U-D-D-Y. Everybody. E-V- E-V- so this um, was originally a Wii title called Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo's Dungeon. And I love the Chocobo's Mysterious Dungeon games. So I this is so not so a remake I, of the PlayStation, PlayStation one. one? No, it's it's the Wii one.
0: Okay. That's not as good, right?
3: No, no, no. no the Wii one was fine. The wee one
1: was criminally underrated because it was so cute and it was basically a baby's first rogue-like. Well,
3: Glenn re- reviewed it. So, you you yeah. get to put on saddles and helmets and it changes what job you are and you're very very cute. hmm So if you put on Kane's helmet, you can jump.
0: So it's the chocobo dungeon we deserve, but not the one we want.
3: No, it's the one we both want and deserve. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. And the way
1: Sid talks talks to Chocobo is so adorable.
3: How does he talk that to Chocobo?
1: He just, Ch- Chocobo, you're so silly. Oh. He's, he's very fatherly and just very charming.
0: It sounds condescending when you say it like that, though. Um no. And then they
3: announced um, Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Nine, Final Fantasy Ten, Final Fantasy Ten Two, and Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age. All
0: 2019. What? What if I want thirteen?
3: Not n- what? No, nah. not you. What about,
0: what about fifteen?
3: Uh, uh, yeah, get, pocket edition. Oh, but squished head version. But I can't
0: see his abs, as well.
3: You, he has abs in the pocket version. Okay, but his face No, it's just weird. Was, yeah, his head squished.
4: Okay. Yeah.
0: Does, are we are we okay with this Gladiolus yet, Kelly? No. We? No, we're not. See, it's a problem. I'll here.
1: never I'll never be okay with that Gladio.
0: So we've got a problem with Gladiolus. We're missing Final Fancy thirteen, so we have no lightning. Um, we have no thirteen two. We have no thirteen three, or none of these seven other thirteen games that must have come out that I can't remember because they just keep making sequels to thirteen, right? And then, there was only three. Okay, if you're sure. Um, and then Final Fantasy VIII just doesn't exist anymore, I guess. Isn't Not that yet. weird?
3: It is. up with eight. Um, so three it's on PC
0: pot- just like seven and nine. Three potential heck? things.
3: Yeah. Um, one. The PC version can't be ported to other consoles. Mm. Option one.
0: Two, they couldn't get Robin Williams likeness licensed
2: again.
3: Two, (laughs) the source code is no longer available.
2: That that is what I read online. There was a lot of talk about that the the source code for that was just gone.
3: Um, Because they probably got the PC version from the company that actually made it. But they Uh, may or may not have the whole source code. They may be... Um, clawing it together from partly an they emulated game and Took the broken PC and partly... version
0: and just patched it up as well as they could. I yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, you don't need the source code to necessarily do that. Um,
2: what What I read on Twitter, which is dangerous to say, is that they they when Idos did the PC version of eight, the source code was already gone, and they had to piece it together that even was seven. then.
3: I thought no, that they, was eight. Um, no, that's seven.
0: Yeah, Idos did seven. I don't know who did eight. Could have been them, but yeah, like
3: Square Enix is kind of notorious for having lost a lot of its old um, library Uh because they made a game and then they wiped off their hard drives and they made another game. So option three is um, there is music that is copyrighted in a way that it could not transfer um, to anything other than the PC version.
2: Okay. I suppose it's possible it, It's possible, there's weird licensing
3: Yeah, that one's third Because I don't think it's very likely
2: No, nah, I don't consider it too likely But it's possible
0: I think it's because They went back in time and made it so the game Never happened to begin with
3: Yes, that's time definitely, definitely Time an compression So um, Nintendo Online is out
1: I've heard terrible things
2: I've heard I, nothing. I,
3: I've heard nothing.
2: I think I can sum it up in five words. Okay. It's mediocre, but it's cheap.
0: All right. Yeah.
2: You get what you pay for. <clears throat> so what
3: I heard what that you smash, get, by the way. You got it. <laughs> um, you get online play in any game that requires, uh, that has online multiplayer. All right. So
0: you lose online in the free You lose free online. Yep. Next.
3: You don't lose it. But well, you it had was... it
0: before, and now it's not free anymore.
3: Um, it was never supposed to be free.
0: It was supposed to be free until this came out.
3: They decided, so they announced this service. I know. And then later they were like, we're going to make online free until the service is up. Yeah, I know.
0: But I still had a free thing and now I lose the free thing.
3: You had a limited time demo of a thing.
0: Well, it was a very long time, but yeah. A a year and a half isn't that limited. (laughs) Pretty long, Anna.
3: Okay. This didn't come together as soon as they thought it was, but you had a year and a half of a free thing that you could have been paying for. Yeah, you I'm kind of
0: used to not paying for it at this point. But what else? Whatever. What else? What um, else gives me value? You get
3: NES classic titles. Okay,
0: that sounds um, cool.
3: Those have multiplayer online modes.
0: I've heard okay things about these. Right? Yep.
2: Anything wrong with these, Josh?
0: No, nothing wrong.
2: It's it's some old NES games. All right. Are you oh, excited Bezzard to play Junior Ice Hockey? Is so sad. Hmm?
3: Two controllers.
2: Do I like ice hockey? Yeah,
3: yeah. ice hockey is one of the games. Big guy, little guy,
0: or middle guy? Yeah. yeah. Which guy do you want to use? Yeah. Okay. You're the hockey expert, Anna. <laughs> You're from Canada. All right. Um. You so- also
3: get cloud saves for games that cannot be manipulated by save manipulation. Okay. So um, things that have like online scores or scoreboards or trading capacity, those won't happen. You
0: mean the things that are integrated into nearly every game now?
3: Well, no. Maybe. Yeah.
0: All right. So here's my question. Can I transfer my Xenoblade game?
3: Yes. That one you can cloud save. Oh, you're sure?
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I transfer my Splatoon? Save? No. 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 Okay.
3: Um, You get the... Uh, they've... They've updated the smartphone app.
2: Oh boy. Got to chat somehow. And yeah. you get special
3: offers that only subscribers have access g- to. G-
0: keep in and mind. The
3: first one is already out.
0: Fortnite already has in game, uh, on system voice chat working on the Switch. And yet Nintendo's still going with the smartphone <sighs> app. Anyways. Like, it's on there, it works. <laughs> does it yes okay in Fortnite, you can chat with a headset on the switch
3: okay you i didn't realize the that. smartphone anyways um the first special offer that uh subscriber only have access to is wireless joy-con shaped like nes controllers
0: Ooh. okay
3: um also outfits 16. in splatoon 2
0: and they only work with the nes games don't they
3: um yes. well they have the no yes. they have no analog stick yeah so realistically, yes.
0: So it's 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 a sixty dollar accessory for twelve NES games or and counting. And counting, right? Yeah,
3: that's... sixty dollars for
1: the most uncont- for the most uncomfortable controller in yes, gaming history. That's right.
2: Yes, thank you. You could about go to say and that. get
0: an NES Classic at this point, point. And, and, and it's a better investment. Uh, I don't know, guys. I'm a little worried.
3: So, DLC info came out for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Also, for some reason, the Switch version in Japan is going to be streaming.
2: Because it couldn't run on the Switch otherwise. That's why. Oh. Japan gets a lot of those streaming games. I mean, like uh, Dragon Quest X was even on the 3DS streaming. Yeah. Oh, is that how that worked on mm-hmm. 3DS? Yeah, yeah. I it didn't was a streaming client. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Spoilers, Chris. The US has shite internet. No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We've got good internet here.
3: No, so don't expect
0: to see that. No, Odyssey. we pay a lot. We pay for a, lot not for, a lot. Yeah. Well, we um, compared to what you needed to run that streaming service in Japan, we have that here. We're Z-Boyd
3: good. has like four times the up and down in us and pays five dollars a month in Taiwan. Just saying.
0: Everybody has to live in Taiwan.
3: All right. So the idea with the Assassin's know, Creed nice? Odyssey, Should we moved to Taiwan. <laughs> I'm gonna look can it up. We, can I mean maybe it's awesome. It? I'm gonna check it out. Um so the the deal with the Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC is they're going to go paid content, free content, paid content, free content, oh, that's paid where Taipei content, is. free content. Okay. Yes, that's where he lives. Cool. Is Taipei. I've heard of
0: Taipei. I don't remember how.
3: So um if you have the season pass, you'll get Story Arc One, which is Legacy of the First Blade, and then everybody gets the Lost Tale of Greece. Um, and then people who pay get Fate of Atlantis. Um, and then um, they get more Lost Tale. No, sorry, right. It's Legacy of the First Blade, Lost Tales of Greece. Legacy of the First Blade 2, Lost Tales of Greece. Legacy of the First Blade 3, Lost Tales of Greece. And then we're going to have Fate of Atlantis, we don't know. Fate of Atlantis, we don't know. Fate of Atlantis, we don't know.
0: Whoa. Google Maps is like a globe now when you scroll it around.
3: Um, And then whether you have the season pass or just doing the free content, um, there are weekly events every week. And you're going to have either a new mercenary or a new ship to battle.
2: Uh It, It was like that in the last Assassin's Creed where they would have that every single week. They'd have like some new quest for you to do.
3: Yeah. Um, they also have the non-combat discovery tour back. That was something that they had in the Egypt one, too.
0: Anna, Taipei has hot springs, so I think we should go. Okay. Are they part of China or are they separate?
3: Uh, it's complicated. Well, gonna... oh, <laughs> it's not going to. Oh, it's politics. one of those complicated ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play the West Wing we'll episode for you. Maybe we'll stay here now. Yeah. Um, and then new updates that are going to be coming with no release date is a new game plus and new monsters. Um, and if you get the season pass, you get Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, which includes Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. That was the PSP game, right? With yeah, the girl? that's right. Yeah.
0: All right. I think we're back to going to Japan
1: then.
3: Okay. Sorry. Um, if your South Park wasn't um, settled by the Fractured Butthole... You can soon play the South Park Stick of Truth coming I, to Switch.
0: I can't believe you said that sentence. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> I don't want to settle my my fractured butthole. I don't I don't even the, know.
3: If you haven't had your full South Park with no, the fractured butthole. No, butt hole, we're done. Yeah. You can pick up the Stick of Truth starting September 25th. Okay.
0: That's the first game. Yes. Yes. All right, so. it's finally out. It's coming on to Switch. Switch. Yes. Next week.
3: Next week. All right. Cool.
0: Resonance of Fate is coming to PC and PS4. Tell us more about your favorite game, Anna.
3: What? Have I even played this?
0: Oh, is this not the... Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking Shining Resonance for a second. No. I can't keep them straight.
2: <laughs> this is a wheels game.
3: Yeah, this this, was, was, yeah. like this P... was on PS3 oh, and 360. Oh, these people are in my Project Cross Zone game. Oh,
2: are they? Yes, they are. It was published by
0: Sega, and now it's 4K Ultra HD. It's uh, like
3: I recognize that. It was this game when a game media in a brilliant
2: bit of of uh, launching that they launched this the week after Final Fantasy 13 came out.
3: Yeah, I yeah. didn't think did so it was necessarily as well as you'd bad. That. I just think that it was released at a bad
1: time. Yeah, I heard that that game is like wishing on a monkey's paw for the anti Final Fantasy 13.
0: What's the matter, Simon? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, and the, so you give... Here's a non-Final Fantasy game, and, but it's not what you wanted.
3: <laughs> it has well, automatic gun combat, Chris. I don't know how you could miss out. I
0: know,
1: right? I've heard that it's just very complicated and very difficult.
3: All right. Well, that's fine. So if you, if you wanted more games that you can't play or discuss in public, um, Conception Plus is coming to PS4.
0: Oh, Japan. another one of these for yeah. you,
2: Anna. Yes. This is so, a remake of the PSP original game that we congratulations
3: never got. Yes. On your new alive. Yeah.
0: Which we're not trying to be racist yeah. there. That's just how the song sounds.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes.
0: Um so this is the remake of the ps P one yeah so the, yeah. yeah so yeah.
3: conception one psp yeah conception two vita 3ds that's yeah. the one that we got and children you, of seven so stars. you get with
0: girls and make um star children yes by yeah. dancing or singing or something together. by
3: fade to black fade
0: to blacking together yeah. got yes. it.
3: and once your relationship is stronger you can make better star children uh-huh
0: that's how that works in real life too the better you love each other the
3: better the kids turn out right yeah. <laughs> so um always true <laughs> things we don't need but apparently want. Uh, Sony announced a PlayStation Classic.
0: Well, Sony tells us we want Yay. it. So, hey, so Sony... sell me on the PlayStation Classic, someone.
3: It's half the I... size of an old PlayStation. It has no DualShock shock. It's a PS1. Controllers. It oh. has wild arms.
0: What? Uh, all right.
3: It has Ridge <laughs> Razor!
0: Okay. And it's got an HDMI port on the back.
3: Yeah, because it doesn't actually come with a a, a thing you plug into the wall. It comes with a USB cord.
2: All right. How I'm they... sorry, I can't sell you on this because Sony already made this thing several years ago, and it was called a PlayStation TV, and then you could actually have a controller with analog sticks on it to play your PS One games. Oh, that's a good point. So, why and, can... and I got my PSTV for like 40 bucks when they're on clearance. Yeah, so... we
3: did too, and it came with a game that we never yeah, played. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, we paid more than that,
0: Anna. Um, we didn't so... get it on clearance. No, we we got it. No, I for... got it pretty early. No, we we yeah got we it... got it discounted from normal, yes, yeah. but not forty dollar deep discount.
3: It was fifty dollars, and we got twenty percent off.
2: Oh, that's
4: possible.
2: Uh, maybe
3: what's so it was only
2: a hundred bucks when it started. Yeah, and it yeah. was half price, was... and then we
3: got our best buy on it too.
2: All right.
3: So I I know that a lot of us seem very
1: mad on this, but if well,
0: what are the games you... I get? You know.
1: Well, one, to have it announced the other 15 games. Oh. And two, if we can mod this thing like we can mod the NES and SNES classics, then that's a good thing, right?
0: I could just make a Raspberry Pi TV. Kelly, why don't you make a Raspberry Pi TV? No, no, no no, TV, no, 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 no. The Hard Times
3: Pies. article for this was I could just do this on a PSP.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> why would I want to still be using my PSP, though? How about I do it on my Vita? No, no,
3: no, no. PSP. Okay. To, to be fair, P- oh, PSP I know why. batteries. Because the PSP is super happy. No,
0: the PSP has yeah. a dock to connect it to the TV.
3: That too oh. mm-hmm. That's why. I
1: will say though, some um, I my the battery died on my original one thousand model, and trying to find a replacement battery for that was a pain.
0: I imagine it was. Yeah.
1: Um, unless you want to order one from China, which best of luck to you but I'm just saying that's why I'm excited for this thing is for the modding capabilities.
0: All right, the five games that have been announced so far, Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. It's coming out December 3rd, 2018. It will cost $100.
1: And also putting it out there, I think that we're going to get Mega Man Legends and uh, Symphony of the Night on it.
0: All right, th- those are good things to have.
1: That's my prediction. I could be incredibly I'm, I'm just, wrong.
0: I'm just, you know, for for a hundred dollars, this thing should have way more games on it. Is the problem? And a power cord. And a power cord, as Anna points uh, out. Well, <laughs> well Dan, I mean, into do a phone th- charger, Anna. It comes with the USB cable.
1: I mean, do you think the file sizes is an issue? Uh, being able to keep it affordable. No yeah, maybe ju- it's all just third party
0: licensing things, you know? If everything's third party licensed that matters, then that, that's very expensive. And that drives the cost up, I best. I bet.
1: I mean, and, you know, I was I was hearing people say that they want like Resident Evil and MGS on it, but I don't know if they're gonna put M rated games on it either. Oh,
0: Probably that's a good not. point, yeah.
1: Um and I, I also think that should be our question of the week. What games do you want on this thing?
0: What games do you want on that thing? Where do I put that? I lost the blank for it. Oops. All right. Well, that'll be our question of the week. Um, the What else did we have? Dark Souls is do, getting a network test.
2: That's this weekend.
0: Oh, that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Download that on the Switch and try it from 5 to 9 Pacific time every day. Um, or in Europe, 7 to 11 CEST. Momodora Reverie Under the Moonlight is coming to Switch, and they've got a spiritual sequel for the series announced called... Um, so Momodora is coming out at some point, no dates given, and the new game is, what is it called? Minoria. Minoria which follows the sisters Samilla and Fran as they venture forth under orders from the church to stop witches from undertaking a heretical ceremony. Okay, well, I assume you know who those are if you've played the games. Romancing Saga 3 remake is coming. Remember the Romancing Saga 2 remake that people were excited about? Now there's a th- remake of three that people will be excited about. Is Wheels very excited?
1: Oh, he was losing his mind.
0: Yeah, I figured. Um let's see. It's the sixth title in the saga series. Um came out in ninety five originally, blah 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 blah. Alright, so it's gonna be when is it coming? Twenty nineteen in Japan. It'll be on Vita, iOS and Android, PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. No Western dates announced, and I would expect, if nothing else, the Vita would be chopped off that list for the West.
3: Yep.
2: Um, Probably, maybe even yeah. the mobile too. I don't
0: know. Mm, we got the mobile Romancing Saga too. Yeah, that we did it. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right, and they also announced a new smartphone title, Woo! Romancing Saga Re-Universe which is the first brand new entry for Saga Romancing Saga in 25 years. It's set 300 years after Romancing Saga 2, and features characters from the previous games. I thought there was already a new Saga game, and I, I'm so confused.
1: Romancing... No, wait, that was something else. Is Romancing
0: else. different than Saga?
1: I, saga Scarlet Grace was the
4: okay. newer
0: one. So, but that's not Romancing Saga, so it's different. Got it. <sighs> saga stuff. I can't keep that stuff straight. All right. There's a Golf Story Limited Edition announced. Um, you get a physical copy of Golf Story for the Switch, a seven and a half inch well-worn... <laughs> Grove open trophy. Um oh, that's the name of the Grove. It's well worn well worn Grove. I've forgotten that. Uh you get a Tidy Park membership card card, an eleven inch by seven inch golf G A L F poster, which is the fake NES golf inside the game. You get a golf ball and a tee, and uh there you go. to do do. And I hear Anna was telling me they're making an actual physical NES version of golf. Um to uh actually play somewhere well I guess on an NES so that'll be made by Specialist Cartridge Producer Infinite NES Lives so there you go and uh, Telltale Games is shutting down Anna you were telling me about this yesterday right
3: yeah so um, they, they are in a bad position they fired 250 staff with no severance and one week left on their health plan. Jeez. And some of the people that they fired had been there for as little as 10 days.
4: Ouch.
1: Um, I saw that a lot of other companies were reaching out on Twitter offering, heck, like, hey, we've got positions open.
3: Yep. So, I mean, I suspect most of the people that got fired will find new jobs relatively quickly. But that still blows That's awful, especially not getting their
1: severance.
3: Yeah. I mean, don't forget, six months ago, they fired 100 people.
0: So they've canceled games.
3: Yeah.
2: Like everything.
3: Yeah. So the only thing that we know for sure is coming, and even that's not a for sure, is there are are two dozen staff left that are working on the Walking Dead final season.
0: No, that was laid off.
2: All I heard you... that was still confirmed was the Minecraft yeah, uh, stories because the they were because you know, that Netflix was involved in it.
3: Right. So maybe that's what that team is working on. But the weird thing is is the Walking Dead final season isn't done yet.
0: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be it's not going to be completed. It's done after season uh, episode 2 and won't will not be finished. Wow. So
2: yeah.
3: Which is really crappy for people that bought season passes. Yeah. Yep,
0: because
3: mm-hmm. there's no refund on those. Yeah.
0: Um, But, hey, Minecraft will get a finish. Right, something. I don't know if it'll be a good finish.
1: (laughs) It's just so sad because it seemed like Telltale, for the longest time, was on top of the world with all the licenses and stuff that they had. Well, some of the
3: licenses didn't do good for them. So, apparently, that Batman game that they did bombed. Like, completely bombed. Super hard bomb.
2: And the problem with licensing other people's IP is you got to pay them quite a bit of money to get it. Yep. Cuts into your profits.
3: So, um, The Verge did, like, a super, super long article six months ago when they fired the first hundred people about, like, how they went from the height of The Walking Dead season one to this year. Um, it's super long, but, um pretty indicative of the video game industry as a whole i'm like yep i know a friend that's in that situation i know someone in that situation i've been in that situation yeah 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 so um we put up um select works of mac since the last time we had a cast
0: Ooh, what have we got?
3: So if you are interested in seeing the best of Michael Cunningham's works, we have a column for that. And we are also going to be doing a feature around Vita games because Mac was hashtag team handheld. So be on the lookout for that. Um, mm. We have... Uh, Some PAX impressions from Noodle, Wasteland 2 Director's Cut, Bless Unleashed. Um, Alex gave his thoughts on why Final Fantasy VIII isn't coming out, which is basically, it's a pile of garbage and would need a lot of work. No, no, that isn't what he said. I'm gonna get hate he man I'm gonna
0: game, get the technical parts of the yeah, game.
3: Yeah, so eight sort it's not of not the
0: fact that you know the draw system is total garbage and nobody should like it, but you know, forget that.
3: Well, I mean, I think the interesting thing is is eight sits between seven and nine, and seven is like no. so. In terms of graphics, <laughs> well, oh, okay. The problem that it has is like seven <laughs> is clearly not aged well, but everybody has fallen in love with that crappy blocky. No,
0: nope, not me. Everybody never liked it.
3: People have just fallen in love with that look, and it's just considered okay as is. And nine (sighs) aged really well.
0: Which of the seven different models are you referring to? In eight, Anna. Remember, there's battles, (laughs) there's cutscene models, battle models, and overworld. So
3: (laughs) I haven't gotten there yet. Nine aged really well, and in fact, they still had some of the uh, backgrounds that they had done in super high def. And so they were inserted back into the game when it was re released on PC. Um, eight kind of sits between the two of them, where it's like, it's not a hot square garbage like the Final Fantasy VII gar- graphics are. And I mean cube, square, the rectangular thing, and not square edX. And it's not pretty. Um, like nine is it just doesn't hold up? It's just really ugly now, and I thought it was beautiful when it came out. So I'm not trying to trash on the game. I tried really hard to like eight. My problem all the, was pic- the all play. the
0: PlayStation one and PlayStation two Final Fantasies are pixelated messes.
3: I don't think that they look that bad. Eight doesn't look good. It would need a lot of work to At bring least the it up the PS2 ones. Look
0: better from a distance.
3: Oh, and we had a review for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torn of the Golden Country.
0: Hmm? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. What'd we think? Good deal, Alex really liked it. Alex right, good. really liked it. All right.
3: So, four and a half out of five. I should finish that
0: game. Yes, oh, wait. You I don't have access to my Switch. <laughs> I don't deserve access to my Switch right now. Yeah. Maybe.
3: Maybe you need to get Anna the poop controller one if I, if for I, Christmas.
0: I thought of, um, I thought so. About
3: we it. thought about it, but the problem is, is we got the bundle at discount. So
0: oh, yeah, the uh, you know the the Let's Go Pokemon EV Plus with Pokego Plus bundles they they're selling. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we got that from Best Buy at twenty percent off. Oh, which okay. they don't offer anymore. So we were looking like we'd have to cancel that and then buy the Switch bundle, and so we'd be paying more overall. To get a switch that looks ugly,
3: I like it. <laughs> he doesn't.
0: If you really want me to do it, Anna, I will. I just at we, this point it we would need be to so much sure more money. Stock.
3: Um, yeah. and honestly, we can wait for Black Friday and see what kind of deals I mean, that. It's works. not
0: so much more money, but it is more money. It is like, it's $70. like twenty or thirty dollars. It's not seventy. All
3: right, whatever. We have boxers.
0: Oh, what is it? Oh, briefs. Yeah. Alright, the Litherian Arc has a release date. What is it? Um, September 28th in Europe and October 2nd in Switch. Uh, Moonlighter NPC.
3: finally has a date after being pushed back.
0: Yes, it's coming out like this week. Right? No. No?
3: <laughs> November.
0: Oh, what is the date now? Sometime in November.
3: Switch. Sometime in November. Um, The interesting thing is, is I pre-ordered this um, while the 20% Amazon was still going, and I didn't get it. And so I emailed them, and they were like, it's not eligible. I'm like, great, show me in your rules where it's not eligible. And they were like, here's the rules. I'm like, great, this isn't a bundle, this isn't this, this isn't that, this isn't this, this isn't that. So give me my 20% off, please. And they were like, well, we can't give it to you because it's already in the process of shipping. And this was like the first week of August. I'm like, this game isn't even due out until September 25th, according to your release date. And then they emailed me back and said, uh, we're only going to do this for you once, but have $10, which was more than the 20% that I was asking for.
0: Well done, Amazon.
1: So what By you're way, saying
3: is you're, you're the reason why yep, they'd get ready. She's of the, the, the one who
0: ruined it for all of us. Yep.
3: <laughs> it was already announced. as It's changing. I don't I know. understand I'm... why they couldn't give me my $6 off. Anyways. Uh, yeah, coming in November. Although my Amazon still says it's it's being prepped for shipping. Sure it is. Um, the, Actually,
0: the, Anna, if you're not going to get 20% now, can you just cancel it and we just buy it digitally? I'm thinking about it. We should do that.
3: <laughs> um, the Ballad Singer is coming to... Our, our early access on September 29th. Um, this is a choose your own adventure RPG hybrid. Maybe we shouldn't. Um. Oh, that looks
0: cool, though. Look at that art.
3: Yeah, the art's very, very pretty.
0: Does he sing ballads? I don't know. So it's like a visual novel thing. Yeah, it has 40. Sorry, it's like an animated novel picture book thing. Yeah,
3: it's like a choose your own adventure yeah. that has 40 potential endings.
0: All right. It's kind of like um, that game on iOS. Uh, uh, oh,
3: the the stars one that I played.
0: Not the stars one. The one the the Stephen Jackson, Steve Jackson. Oh, games. Uh,
3: Wizard on no. the the it Warlock with, of Firetop Mountain.
0: No, the one that starts with an S. Oh, I don't know. That you got codes for your your friend on oh. iOS.
3: Huh. Oh my gosh. I don't know what you're talking
0: Sojourn about. Sorcery. Sojourn. Sorcery. Oh, yeah. Sorcery! Yes. Exclamation mark. Yes. That one.
3: Yeah. Woo! Steve Jackson's Sorcery! Exclamation mark.
0: Fire Emblem Heroes! No oh, wait. Never mind. Different game. Wizards of Sky Legends. Sky Palace Expansion. I don't remember what Wizard of Sky Legends about. Wizard but...
3: of Legend. Isn't that the thing that... Um... Uh, no, I'm thinking of a different game. Yeah. This is a roguelike.
0: Okay. Well, let's get expansion. Okay. You can wear a bear head. Sweet. Yep. Um. Absolvers getting an, an expansion later this month. Uh, the date is September 25th. Kingdom Hearts 3 got a new trailer and some box art. So if you want more fun, um, that's the Baymax or the, the Big Hero 6 trailer. You can check that Baymax out. The Baymax trailer.
3: Etrain um, Odyssey Nexus Atlas announced the launch edition which is the edition that everybody gets until it runs out. Yeah. And then there's no more physical.
0: What do you get in that launch edition?
3: Um, A, a book and a sample CD? You get
0: a pin of Vivian, pin. an art book and the game is in an outer box. Ah,
3: uh, okay. Yeah, No CD this no time CD. which makes me it upset.
0: Din's Legacy is in Early Access. What's Din's Legacy? I don't know.
3: It was
2: weird looking,
0: yeah, isn't it? It was top down. Isn't
3: that like the top down Diablo? It
0: it's got a Diablo look to it. Yeah, does it have gear and loot and all that? Gear and loot. Does it have? Does it have loot and like levels and stuff?
2: I couldn't tell exactly from the uh, so there's
0: mutated and orcs and yeah, you can mutate your character and grow new skills or become a new subclass. Um, No idea if it's a loot drop game, but uh, it is coming out. Or it is in early access now. It'll be coming out, I don't know, six, six months from now, they estimate. Uh, the Council, Episode 4 is out. That's that... Um, it's
3: an episodic game about a guy who's on the council with like all of the world leaders. So, like, Napoleon Bonaparte and George Washington. Um, so, this is Episode 4. And so, you're actually going under the island into the catacombs to attempt to find your missing mother.
0: There you go. Um, Pokemon Let's Go features had more, more features, even more features than what we announced earlier. I'm sorry we didn't catch it now, but there's candy. There's ways to get candy to bring back to your Pokemon Go on your phone. There's ways to battle legend. No,
3: they don't go to your phone. They're for your Pokemon on, on, on the console version. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. I thought you could go back to your phone. No,
3: no. You get parks based on the friends you have in Pokemon Go on your phone. Uh Oh. And then when you play in those parks, you get candy. And the candy boosts the stats of your Pokemon in Pokemon Well, never
0: mind then. Um, All right, then.
3: So Uh, there were Persona Q2 videos. Oh, no, no.
0: They showed battles against Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres. Spoilers, you get to battle legendary Pokemon. What? I know, right? Spoilers! And um, they showed... Oh, I don't know what else they showed. I think that's it. Okay, so what do we got? Persona Q2 got a new trailer. It's Yeah, the opening lots movie. of trailers. It's the opening movie for the game is what yes. they showed.
3: So opening trailer and then a whole bunch of character trailers. I think
0: those have been leaking out and we just put them all together.
3: No, they released like all the main characters on one day.
4: Oh, okay.
3: because yeah, my YouTube feed was just full of them. Yeah. All right, then. So they, they put out P3, P3P, P4, and P5 main characters all on the same day. And then we talked about it already, but Actun tactics. October fourth, we talked states. about
0: that, so I don't know why we're mentioning it again. Because it's on our you're notes. You're bad at, get, at flow, Anna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. Read the feedback. All right, yes, sir. Um, Lord Gobez says, "Hey, Suikoden, which, by the way, I don't know what the question of the week was. So,
1: um, which long dead franchise would ah. you like to see get a revival?
0: All right. So Suikoden. Whenever conversation goes to revivals, I have to say Suikoden. Suikoden 2 is one of my favorite games at five for the spot of my favorite game of all times. And they need to finish the story. They need at least one final game set in harmonia. It needs to involve both the Circle Rune and the Rune of Change and fully explain the Sindar, Huber, Pesmerja, Jean, and Vicky. I know it will never happen. Even if they revive the series at this point, it would almost certainly completely break continuity. Bonus, they should really identify all 27 true runes, but I'll let that slide as it's not terribly important to wrapping things up and could allow them to continue if they wanted to without having dangling threads. Shaman, I seem to recall back in the day that there was this real-time strategy series from Blizzard called Warcraft. I wouldn't mind seeing that come back. <laughs> Sarcasm aside, I, would, I was going to suggest the Last Remnant, but I'll have to hope it comes back to Steam or Switch when it inevitably gets localized. Wow! All right, sorry, Shaman <laughs> Bad week for you on all that. All right. Uh, if you've got, uh, if you'd like to leave some feedback for the show, you can do it on the show thread right there on the site. You can also email us podcastrpgamer You can also call or text us at 608-729-4098
3: and we stream live from twitch.tv slash rpgamer, um, Saturday, noon Eastern, if Chris isn't spilling crap on his laptop.
1: And the uh, the question of the week is? What games do you want on the PlayStation Classic? Thank you.
0: Because I would actually forgotten already.
1: All right. Can you fill it in, please? I don't... Oh, there's the blank. All
0: right. PlayStation.
1: Oh. I'll be really curious to hear what people's thoughts Me are because I, I think Vaughn and I talked about this for like an hour when it was released the other day. He he said that if Legend, uh, not Legend of Legacy, Legend of Gaia comes out for it, um, he'll buy three.
3: So Legend of Gaia I think, is missing its source code or otherwise mm-hmm. just not well available. Because is it on the PSN? It came out uh-huh. as a PlayStation Classic, I think, really, really late. I'm I'm not sure. It for all I, know, I had, I had a on... conversation with somebody about this on Twitter this week and yeah, it, there was something funky about it cuz it's like a first party Sony game that like just doesn't show up.
1: Why wasn't Legend of Gaia ever released on PSN? I don't
0: know. All right. So new game releases From last week that we missed was Undertale on the Switch, Labyrinth of Refrain, Coven of Dust for PS4, Switch, and PC, The Bard's Tale 4 on PC, and CrossCode on PC and Mac. What's CrossCode? Is
2: CrossCode cool? That's the indie-ish one that took like seven years to make or something like that? Isn't that the one where it's 2D and they're, oh god, I saw a review of it the other day. It's written entirely in HTML5, apparently.
4: What? Oh
0: good lord. Yeah, it's a 2D game set in the distant future it has a good look to it. So, mm-hmm. um, play a Steam demo, get early access, play the web demo. Um, yeah, I don't know. I heard it got demo. some good reviews. Hmm. Is it on Steam? It's on Steam. Play Steam demo. It must be on Steam. Buy code offer ends September 27th. Um, I'm going to f- follow that one and see. Oh, the reaction is overwhelmingly positive. So... Is this a Metroidvania?
3: We wouldn't cover it if it was.
0: Oh, okay. We'll cover some of them.
3: Yeah, the RPGs.
0: Well, this one says RPG in its description. Okay. So, I don't know.
3: Uh, This week coming out, uh, Metal Max Xeno for PlayStation 4. Valkyria (laughs) Chronicles 4 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, South Park, the Stick of Truth for Switch. Um, Already out is Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torn of the Golden Country on Switch. Um, Coming out next week, Star Control Origins PC and Pathfinder Kingmaker PC as well.
0: A lot of variety of options here. You've got your console strategy RPG. You have your comedy RPG. You have your old school PC game style RPG. And you've got your old school PC MMO, or excuse me, Sorry, you got your old school PC RPG, WRPG, and then you've got your old school like sci-fi simulation RPG thing. And then
2: whatever Metal Max counts as, which I don't really know.
4: <laughs> um, Metal
2: Max is Metal Max. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what to compare it to, and I played it.
2: All right. Well, uh, with that, I think we're going to
0: wrap it up. I want to hear what you're going to play first. Anna-Marie.
3: I'm um, gonna finish Lighty and Sewell.
0: All right, I will continue to play Dragon Quest Eleven. I see no reason to stop. Kelly, what you gonna play?
1: I'm gonna attempt to play more Dragon Quest Eleven. Excellent. Artney.
0: And then Josh,
2: once I finish Valkyria Chronicles Four and then put up a review for it, it'll be on to Metal Max Zito.
0: Oh boy, looking forward yeah. to
2: hearing more about that one.
3: Ooh. <laughs> Did you get the review code?
2: uh yeah i got a review code for it excellent all
0: right thanks everybody um leave in the comments you know what you want to see in that playstation mini as well as what you're playing check in let's have everyone check in tell us what you're playing now all right and we'll see you next uh two weeks from now Anna Marie and i are going on an actual vacation next week where we're not going to worry about spilling soda on things in fact Anna will probably not allow me to have soda at all or something like that. But we will be on a vacation and resting and relaxing and recovering from all the stress of the summer. All right. We'll see you in two. Until then. Bye, everybody. Bye bye. See you bye bye. 12. Bye bye.